meaning of symbology, what is at stake? It is a big idea, a new world order, where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. When I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Greetings and salutations to all my fellow Sky Watchers listening worldwide. We're back live once again on this beautiful October 28th, 2015 Broadcasting from New Logic Studios in Miami, Florida. Miami. I am Andrew Espino. With me, as usual, is my hetero radio life mate, the other guy, a.k.a. Alan Weiler. Say hello, hey. Alan. There you go. And, of course, the first lady of Skywatchers Radio, the one and only Crystal Storm, a.k.a. Woo Woo, a.k.a. DCS. Hello. DCS. We're calling family services here? What? We're calling family service. We should call family services. We should. I feel like, yeah. I feel- See, and other guy, he said your name second. See? He finally did. You totally you know, got to go second. Look at know, that. You know how long I had to beat him senseless to convince him to do that? He got hurt last week. I mean, want to know nothing about y'all's kinky time. I, look, last time we did a show, and, and I'm going to talk about uh, the fact we didn't do a live show uh, previous uh, last week. But last time we did a show together. Uh, other guy got a little upset with me. He did. Yeah. He did. Other guy was hurt. Feelings the were hurt. Yeah. There, was, there was crying. There was therapy. There was. Like, I was feelings crying. Were hurt. I was not crying. It was just one tear. <laughs> just one tear, you know, that they tattooed on my eye because how could I kill a man? Like the, like a Native American who just saw somebody litter in the 1980s. Uh-uh. He had one tear coming out. That's so bad. All hate mail, please address it to the other guy at skywatchersradio.com. I apologize. <laughs> now, folks, we, we do have a great show lined up tonight. Let's, uh, let's get serious here for a second. Uh, we have a great, great show uh, lined up, as usual. You know, we usually do provide pretty darn good shows. We do. Yeah, we do. And I'll be watching the Twitter, so if you guys are going to be mean... I'm uh-huh, there, uh-huh. and I'm watching not, you mean, on Twitter. But there was a good, good reason why, you know, we were not on last week, and I think we need to address that. Well, I'm going to uh, address that in a second here, definitely. Okay. Uh, but uh, we do have a great show. By the way, other guy, you're coming in a little bit low there. Might want to. Uh, hang on, let me move the microphone. Is that a little bit better? Can you hear me now with a really there, bad there sprint go. commercial? Make love to the microphone, not in a dirty way, though. <laughs> See, now you're getting dirty. Why you got to get like that? I, I, I hope that's not what like you sound an... like. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, our guest tonight is probably listening in right now. She's probably saying, oh, my <laughs> God, what am I in for? Oh, I am so offended. Yeah, she's just going to be so <laughs> My goodness. I don't know about these uh, folks. Uh... I tell you. I tell you. 
And by, you did it again, by the way. We are Sky Watchers Radio, and you only addressed everybody on planet Earth. That's right. I did. I did. did. I'm sorry, my fellow aliens out there listening in on other planets. That's right. You can Welcome say also. fellow aliens. Sorry, yes, man. well, they are fellow aliens. Well, we don't we're all, know. We're all, all they aliens. They might be really offended all... by the alien term, but if they are, they should tell us. Well, I, I don't think... You know. Well, you know, they might be, because to them, you know, they're not aliens. We are aliens. True that. So, you know, I mean, or look, something worse. Our, our fellow, our fellow universe brotherings. That's it. That's to it. all intergalactic huh? beings. How about there that? There you go. That's even better. Yeah. To all our intergalactic brothers and sisters. And sisters. And halflings and right, asexual beings or exactly. blobbery <laughs> things or blobs, you know. Like, pure light or whatever you are. What, yeah, whatever. Even, even yeah. if you're a giant cockroach. A pure flashlight. Whatever. Yeah, I, I hope they don't look like cockroaches because I just I, I so know, hope so too. Man. I be don't want to have like if hey, I see I an alien for the troopers, first time, no, I don't want to shoot at it. I want to like <laughs> talk to it. But if it looks like a cockroach, I don't know how I'm gonna feel. Well, <laughs> you know that is one of my nightmares right there. Actually, yeah. is it like it really, a real nightmare? It really is. I've had that nightmare before about That's giant nice. cockroaches from outer space. I don't know if maybe it's like because I've watched Independence Day a bunch of times and Alien. Oh, I thought you were gonna, you know I thought you were going to say like you saw Starship Troopers, which no. is that, like the greatest movie ever. Starship. That is one of the great. Well, I don't know about that. Right. The greatest movie ever has a okay. sequel co- coming out in December. Let's that just be is honest. true. I misspoke. Amen. Let's just uh, let's be clear. It's, it's in my top. I would say it's in my top ten list. It definitely is. Oh, top really? Fifteen for me. Yeah, no, it is. Starship Troopers is a great movie, guaranteed. Uh, but look, tonight we do have a good show. Uh, we have actually a great show. Joining us from uh, the other side of the world is Joanne Summerscales. And I love her name, by the way, Joanne Summerscales. She does have a great name. I'm very excited right? to talk to her, by the way. I was looking at her website earlier, and I'm like, I have so many questions. Look, the website is, and I'm going to give out the, uh, the URL here, is alienabductionuk.com. That's alienabductionuk.com. Well, now, that covers uh, all the bases. Yeah. That really, does. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah, it does. It really does. Now, she's the uh, founder and director of the website and uh, of the um, AMMACH project. I'm sure that is said. Uh, how do you say that? Do you, uh, Chris, do you know how to say that? AMMACH? AMMACH? Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I'm. Yeah, I think it's just, uh, the initials because I, there's periods of, you know, in between each letter. So I think it's uh, A-M-M-A-C-H project, and that stands for something I'm sure that we don't have time right now to uh, say. So let's just move on. <laughs> now, there's something interesting with the website. Now, I'm going I'm to ask her about this uh, because uh, when you click on the link for her website, alienabductionuk.com, it says the site uh, ahead contains malware. Yeah, so be careful, she folks. Might, be careful. Uh, she's, you know, we might have to help her out. I'm looking at the bottom. This is a WordPress site, and they're really yeah. easy to hack. So if she doesn't have a couple security plugins, that might be why. I am on uh-huh. it. I bypassed that, and so far, so good. My ABG has not flipped out. Correct. So, yeah, me too. I went on it, and I had no issues, but I just saw that right now. So I want to warn everybody right. out there, if you're going to the website, don't freak out. Yes, true story. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's so far, bad. so far. But be careful. There's nothing wrong you know, with if, a little freaking out, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true, too. A little, you, know, you freak out all the time. It's, you know, I do. It's fun. Really? All the time. Oh, yeah, well, all the time. I mean, not tonight because he said your name second, so you're. Okay. That's true. Yeah, That's tonight right. he's good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I am not freaking out right now, but he is yeah, happy tonight. What's up, Danny? Danny tweeted us. I'm live tweeting with everybody. Yeah, Danny's I know. I just live. heard it on my notifications on my phone. It just came up, and I like, yeah. So I have, so I have two monitors, phone. Jackal. I have two monitors, so I can simultaneously see things. Oh, you're if you're I, multitasking like crazy tonight, huh? Oh, if I told you how many a- monitors I'm working on right now, you guys would be like, no way. I got I you beat. 
I need a third I, one so I can have two screens up and look at my cool wallpaper. I, I'm, I'm gonna take actually, a panoramic. Look, I'm gonna take a, pa- a panoramic uh, shot of my room here, of my studio room, so you can see what I got here. I got three monitors, actually four. I got my laptop, my desktop, my other laptop, and my second monitor to my desktop behind me. So I got them like in in a circle view of me. Plus, I also have my Note Four. <laughs> it's uh, sitting there, and just for kicks, I just got it today. My Tab S, my Tab uh, Samsung Tab S, just came in. Beautiful, beautiful device. Well, all Love I got is four monitors, folks. an iPad, a Nexus Six, um, all so lit up. Some. No, but here's okay, who's the, the bigger, who's the biggest geek tonight? Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have a BlackBerry. Does that count? I love my. Oh BlackBerry. my God! You have I a just BlackBerry? got a BlackBerry Classic because I am that person that wants real keys. I am that person. You're the last one on earth. Hang on, hang on. BlackBerry is coming out with an Android phone with keys. I'm, I've got it. It's the BlackBerry Classic. It's in my hand right now. I have Wait, but is that the one that runs Android? Really? It runs Android apps. Yes, sir. Oh, where'd this, you get this... it? Who, what service are you with? Uh, Verizon. Oh, damn it. I know. I know. But whatever. I, like I, I, am, I am a BlackBerry fan. I love Blackberries. I do not need a million apps. So all you people with your Androids and your pink iPhones or whatever can suck it. BlackBerry forever. <laughs> the last <laughs> BlackBerry on earth. That's right there. <laughs> That's last. it. <laughs> You know, I actually I saw some of the newer Blackberries that are coming out that have you know Aliens the keys hidden. Those are pretty nice. The new ones are pretty pretty decent. Uh, but um, we have, uh, by the way, we have Chris Brown joining us in a little bit. He's going to join us for the news segment of the show. I'm very and, excited uh, about our guest next week too. That's going to be fun. So we've got we've got some good stuff lined up. Yeah, who's, oh, yeah. Uh, who's on with us next next week? Tell everybody. Linda Zimmerman. She ah. is a paranormal researcher and a ghost investigator, and she wrote a book about UFOs in New Jersey and UFO sightings in New Jersey. So we're going to talk to her. Jersey. Yeah, she Jersey also City. a really amazing zombie book. She's written two nice. of them. That's really good. They are. They're really, really good. So, yeah. And uh, shout-outs to uh, Nancy Burns real quick. We just sent me a face uh, on Skype text uh, message and it's a little ghost she goes wait till you see the cute ghost and it's a little ghost dancing around very cute thanks nancy hi nancy (laughs) halloween is almost here folks halloween hallows eve it's amazing how quickly this year's passing it it's uh, just flown by this is why it's like time traveling it's incredible you know this is going to be we're going to mark now well, check this out. We're going to mark now our second year anniversary here on the Dark Matter uh, Digital Network. What? Well, okay. uh, uh, well, it's uh, later on this year, uh, December. I can't remember the exact date. But it's in December. It'll be our second year on the network. And, uh, it, you know, that's right there incredible on itself. We've lasted two years. Jesus. That's awesome. Keith hasn't kicked Madness. us out. Shout out to Mr. Roland himself. What? You know what I'm saying? Keith loves us. He yeah, does. and we're, we're leading Keith into the man, Brandon. Art Bell. Art Bell, who's uh, were his lead-in show, that's amazing in itself. That is uh, you know, this is something that I've always wanted to to be a, a part of. Something like what you know Keith and Art are putting together. This is a, just a great startup, and uh, it's going to be an amazing network for a long, long time. And I plan to have the show here for as long as they want us here. Unfortunately, it's going to probably be in the very near future where you're not going to hear me on the network for a little bit. We're so sad. And I want to warn everybody so they don't freak out. I'm not leaving forever or anything like that. Uh, but I might take maybe a month off or a couple of weeks off, uh, depending on the situation, just to let everybody know, because I've gotten a bunch of tweets and a lot of Facebook, uh, you know, messages from, you know, times when we take shows off and we play reruns and, and whatnot. And I hate doing that. 
I hate but there's reruns. usually a dang good reason. Yes, why it happens. I, I hate Such having to play a good reasons. Yes, we have good but reasons. We want to be here, but the main reason why sometimes we have to go with a rerun is because I have a very ill mother, and uh, sometimes I have to take her to her doctor's appointment and do things in the morning, really, really early, so I can't stay up late. So because of that, I have to go with her, and I have to play a rerun that night. Now she's uh, very ill. I mean, very, very ill, and things are getting very serious. And um, she's uh, stage four terminal cancer. And as uh, it progresses and as things get worse and, uh, you know, that day comes, which is uh, the day that I'm dreading, you know, the day that she passes. When that day comes, I will need some time to grieve and uh, to be with my family and to, you know, you know, bury my mother, you know, once that happens. Uh, So I will be probably gone for a little bit. So I wanted to let everybody know because I don't know if that day is coming soon. That's how bad things are. And I think, you know, right now would be an appropriate time to warn everybody who listens to the show uh, that that might happen. So if you hear just the other guy and the lovely Crystal Storm, the first lady of Skywatchers, by themselves, don't freak out. I haven't died myself. I haven't gone away. I'm not leaving the show. It's just I will be leaving for a little bit just to take care of those uh, those issues. Uh, and it's not something that I want to do. Family is family, man. We, underst- we understand. And I'm thinking that the listeners would understand as well, too. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. You know, it happens. Whether the you other like guy and I will do some stuff. I promise I won't say bad words. <laughs> I'll say the other guy's name first. You know, we'll figure it yes. out and be okay. Well, you know, we still have our overlord, Keith Rowland. Lord That's Rowland. Right. The overlord. Keeping like a the watch overlord. over you. Uh, but yeah, you know, it'll. I don't know how soon it's going to be. If it's going to be in a few months, in a few weeks, in a few days. Uh, you know, there's no timetable. My mother's a trooper. I'll tell you this much. My mother's been battling cancer for 10 years. Wow. This is a long, long time. 10 years ago, they discovered this tumor on her. And two years ago, it got really bad, and we had to go and take her in. She had spinal surgery for the tumor because it spread. And it's it's a long story. That's crazy. Uh, But two years ago, they gave my mother six months to live. Your mom two is years ago. Your mom's two not having that. Your later, mom's going to go when she is here. darn good and ready. That's what's up with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been a kind of a running joke uh, within my mother, and, you know, the, she tells people, it's like, I don't got cancer. Cancer got me because I'm not dying. And, you know, she's <laughs> made it two years later. She's still here. God bless her. Uh, hopefully, I could keep her around for many, many more years. But, you know, the reality of the situation is grim. And uh, we just spent uh, a week in the hospital with her not long ago because it got really, really bad. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, it's it's unfortunately uh, something that we all have to face one day. And there's nothing worse than losing a parent or, or, or a child. Those are probably the worst things that anybody can endure or go through. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. The show must go on. So the other guy in Crystal Storm will be your host if I am missing in an action. And I think they're going to make a great pair if I'm not here. I think they're, they'll do a fine job. I believe in the two of we'll you. We'll just hold down the fort for you. As long as Crystal can you know, keep the bad words away. I think you guys are going to do fine. I can do it. I can do it. Uh, I don't know if I I'm believe that, sure. but okay. I got this. I'm telling you. Don't jinx me. I've been doing so well. <laughs> no, she's been doing great. A, I know. I've been having a, I'm going to have a heated discussion with somebody one night. It's going to be a caller. They're going to call in. They're going to say something, and I'm just going to drop an F-bomb, and Keith's going to kick me off. Watch. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's probably going to happen. You know what, what amazes me? And, you know, moving on now from uh, this uh, part of the, the conversation to something lighter, because, we, you know, we, we, we are Skywatchers Radio. We, you know, we are a spoof on the radio ufology genre, plus we do try to intellectually inform you with real facts 
Oh, I do anyway. I don't know about the other guy, but I try to be intellectual and inform uh, you with uh, I don't exactly. Know. See, that's why I say that. But you know, we try to inform you with facts, not fiction. You know, we call bat squatch and stuff we don't believe in, and that's how we do things around here. So I believe that Crystal Storm Uh-oh. will be able to hold herself together if I'm not around with the cursing. Because look, I've made it two years on this network without cursing. <laughs> As a, you should hear us during break too. We're you should hear me during the break. Soon, folks. As soon as the mics are off, we're like ridiculous. We're like a bunch of sailors. We're like little kids who can suddenly. It's like say you, you know, Carlin's the seven dirty words you can't say. <laughs> Multiply that by by a thousand, and that's us during the break. That's it. That's it. I Some think guests are scared. I will be fine, but we will miss you while you are gone. But I don't want to talk about it. Your mom's going to live forever. We should just we should just send good juju. Two years later, it's amazing. Saying that's that good is good jujus for the jujus. Yeah, good jujus for the good jujus. That's right. Something like that's, that. That's, hadi, hadi, so that's hadi. it right there, folks. That that's what I'm dealing with. Uh, so folks who are listening, who were, were asking me uh, this past week, now you know. Now you know. And, uh, there you go, uh, guys. If you want to do, if you want to follow the show uh, again, uh, our website skywatchersradio.com. Go there; all the podcasts is on there. And again, if you uh, want to follow along with the news stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit later when we come back from break with Chris Brown, you got to go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Skywatchers Radio, and I'll post all the links and stuff on there. Also, I'll be tweeting out here a little bit about our guest tonight. I'm so excited to have uh, Miss Summerscale on the show here from the UK. From the UK. Does that mean she's going to have an That's amazing awesome. English accent? Because I love English accents. That just, you know, see, just having that on the show really just brings the, sh- the show's quality up. Yeah. Anybody with an accent from accents. Europe, I mean, that's I it. Do. I do. You know I'm what I'm saying? Find an Irish speaking guest. I am. Because I love their accents too. Oh, uh, we just have... a wee bit of the Irish. That's all we'll tell you. Mm, nope, you're horrible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> wow. I'll let you play with me lucky charms if you're <laughs> nice enough. <laughs> Wow. I had a one-night stand with an Irishman who... Come on, let's see. Let me tell you something, ladies. (laughs) Let me tell you something, ladies. You've never lived until you've heard come get a cuddle with an Irish accent. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. We're not even going to get there. I'm sorry. I know crickets are my co-hosts. I'm I'm dumbfounded by that because I want to hear this now. I want to hear what it sounds like. I'll tell you guys Later. Hey, got a question. Where's Swagger from? Isn't Swagger from Ireland? That's what I was going to say. We have uh, an Irishman you could have on the uh, on the show, Mr. Swagger himself, Capricorn Dude. Radio Zone. I love him. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> he is not. He's not great. He is incredible. He's amazing. He I could just listen to him talk for hours. You know, he is literally the best guest to have on. You just ask him a question and just say, "Okay, I'm muted now." <laughs> Those are the best. Tell me about. Pyramids. The best guests. Those are the best. If you can just ask a question, they talk, and you can go up and get a drink or go to the bathroom and come back, and they're still going. That's fantastic. Hey, swag. Hey, swag. Tell me about uh, the pyramids. Go. (laughs) You have an hour right there with that question. (laughs) That's fantastic. Megaliths. What are they? Go. And he's so entertaining to listen to. It's amazing. And he's got that accent. You're just, like, hypnotized. It's wonderful. It's like, it's, it is an orgasm for your ears. That's what I said. <laughs> yes, she Thank said it. Thank you for that visual there. Yeah. She did. said it. I'm glad I didn't, but I kind of agree. And yes. listen, Crystal, by the way, um, I have a word from one of our uh, favorite people on this planet. One of my favorite people on the planet here. Good friend of mine, Gary Anderson, wants to let you know, <clears throat> Crystal, I love you. I love you too. Aww. He says, "Please." He says, "Please tell Crystal I love her." 
exclamation oh point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Like 10 exclamation points. stalk you soon. Stalk I don't have life. any stalkers. I want stalkers. I want stalkers. <laughs> I want hate mail. I don't get anything. I wrote a book and I made the Archangel Michael a homosexual and I got no hate mail. I was like, what Yeah, how did that happen? None of the religious people I go after. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> You know? I mean, I, you know, like not one person said, hey, wait a second. Not he was straight. Hate mail. I mean, really, you can't, What's you can't really, you? Like, you really can't tell if the, you know, Arch- Michael was gay or not. I mean, we weren't there to tell. You don't know. We don't know him. You don't know how. <laughs> we don't know how he rolls in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Angels don't have, I thought angels are not anatomically near humans. I thought no, you've been watching like, Dogma by Kevin Smith. Right, That's yeah. That was when uh, Alan Rickman <laughs> had no genitals whatsoever. None. <laughs> I love He's how we like a Barbie doll. That's it. He was a Barbie doll. We weave in and out between ufology and then the round table. I love it so much. It's fantastic. <laughs> we like mix the two shows together so effortlessly. It's fa- it's just amazing. <laughs> I love that show too, by the way, the round table. Uh, well, that, speak- you know, think of, oh, wait, but hang on. Think about it. Since gray aliens are depicted with no genitals and Michael had no genitals in dogma, uh, right, is right. it possible that we're dealing with aliens when it comes to the Bible? I well, duh. So. Obviously, there is yeah. obviously aliens in the Bible. There's all kinds well, of stuff in the Bible. So well, here, here's aliens. here's here's been my argument for years, guys. This is what I've been saying for a long, long time, and I've had this discussion with religious people, and they've kicked me out of their house because of it. <laughs> I and I was, I'll take this to my grave, folks. Uh, no matter what depiction, what religion, what ideology, whatever it is you believe in, whatever god you worship, that god does not live on planet Earth. X. He's an alien. Doesn't matter what you way you want to cookie cut it. Doesn't matter. Truth. He's an extraterrestrial. He's not from planet Earth. Anything that is not on this planet, even if it's in heaven, it's an extraterrestrial because he's not living in this terrestrial plane. So God is an alien. Period. True. End of story. If he is out there, he exists. He's an ET. I'm going to get a little it. offensive as well it. because this has always bothered me because I grew up Catholic, okay? And I think that's My condolences. Worst. Yeah. No, no, I know, no, no. I know. It's really I bad. grew up Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Fine. Witness. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh, <laughs> really oh now you know why I'm atheist today. Now you understand. I completely understand now. You make so much more sense to me. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Praise be unto him, whoever it is. You go to church and you eat the body of Christ, okay? And then you oh my God. kids. But why is that not cannibalism? Why is that not some cult stuff? In any, oh my God! It was like any other thing, <laughs> and it wasn't attached to Jesus. Because or Christ God. was the first zombie. Because that is crazy. <laughs> Jesus I, I zombie, yes. You just get older, and you're thinking about that, and you're just like, "What the heck was going on in church?" Don't, don't you get it that Christ is the first zombie? Up, uh, he is. He is my Jewish friends like picking on me, and they're like, "Happy Jew- the Happy Zombie Day, Happy Jesus Zombie Day." Well, <laughs> that's what I get. <laughs> Uh, this just um, this reminded me of something. Uh oh. And I'm gonna give a, a free plug here to one of my idols in radio. Uh oh. Phil Hendry. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, right. you know Phil. Hendry. I love listening to him. He's oh, funny. So funny. Even though he hates my guts, I have no idea why. But the true story, he hates my guts. How, no how did you? How did that come to you that he does hate your guts? I'll tell you later. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But first, let me before I lose oh, this okay. train of thought, let me go ahead and, and say what this reminded me of. Right. Phil Hendry has a skit, and you guys can look this up on YouTube. I'm sure it's still there. If it hasn't been pulled for how offensive it is, but he has a skit where he played uh, a black woman who had lost her son uh, in gang violence or some a form of uh, you know he passed away, 
And uh, she's called into the show because she's worried that they're going to eat her son's body because in the Bible it says that they eat the blood and, you know, and, and the what is it, the bread of Jesus Christ, whatever. Yeah. The, in the Bible they eat the flesh, right, yep, of yep. Christ. And that, she's afraid. That the munchies, okay. Right, she's she's afraid that they're going to munch on her boy. And she goes on about how, you know, the, the church, you know, they eat the dead. And it, it is probably the funniest thing you're ever going to hear in your life. It is also probably the most offensive thing you're ever going to hear in your entire life. But it is absolutely hilarious, especially halfway through this thing when a priest calls in. And he oh tries to God. talk to her, <laughs> a.k.a. Phil Hendry, because he does the voice. And the priest is seriously trying to explain that, no, we don't eat the body. We don't eat the, We don't do that. And she's like, you're going to mack on my boy like a brother buffet. You're going to mack on, <laughs> on him like, like you macked on Jesus. She is messed up. It's it so crazy. messed up. <laughs> that is cult. That is some cult stuff right there. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it either, but you religious folks, hey, God bless you. But listen, that is... Absolutely, the, the funniest skit I've ever heard in my life is called All You Could Eat Negro. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> Shout out to Phil Hendry for being a, a brilliant comedian. No, no, I got Dude, you got to tell us why does he hate How did it come to you that he hates you? Okay, we got a couple minutes before we go on break and we get uh, Chris Brown on the line here. Okay, fine. You got to tell the story and then we're going to get to ufology. Here's the thing. There's really not much to tell because I really don't know the, the extent of what got him mad at me. I really have no idea. Uh, I've been a fan of Phil Hendry my whole life. See, the, and I said it here on the show. I said it on Scott, on the Jackal's Head and on different shows. The people that got me into radio to begin with and got me uh, into wanting to even do this thing was Art Bell, Phil Hendry, Neil Rogers, and George Rodriguez. The, those are my f- top four. Uh, you know, if I had to uh, put a, a Mount Rushmore of radio host, that's my four right there, you know. And all right, these four guys are have been super influential in me all the way from childhood to now. And it's why I got into radio. Years ago, when I started doing this thing, you know, I, I sought out Phil Hendry online. I became a, a member of his website. I downloaded the podcast. I listened to him. He is an amazing talent. I love his radio show. I've been listening to it for years. And I found him on Facebook, became friends with him. Uh, as I started doing my radio stuff online and doing videos on YouTube, I sent them a couple things on Facebook because he became friends with me on Facebook. And he even mess- you know, messaged me back a couple times. Hey, that's a cool video, dude. Hey, keep up the good work on this and that. And I was like, oh, my God, one of my idols is interacting with me. How cool is that, you know? And it just inspired me to continue forward and do more and more radio stuff and do stuff outside of the UFO genre and more comedy stuff, comedy-based stuff and whatnot because I was influenced by Phil Hendry and Art Bell. And, you know, that's why I do both kind of shows. And I introduced a lot of my friends who had no idea who Phil Hendry was to Phil. Uh, people like Zod Ryder and other people on the network who had no idea who he was, I told them, look, you got to listen to this guy. He's the funniest person alive on radio, period. There's nobody better than Phil Hendry when it comes to doing this kind of radio. I mean, the guy's just an amazing talent. And they all became fanatics of Phil Hendry. Now, everybody loves Phil Hendry because of me, right? All these people that I know. And for whatever ungodly reason, one day I, I go to Phil's page and it says, page does not exist. And I'm like, and this is his Facebook page, right? And I'm like, that's weird. Did he delete his page? That's odd. And I asked uh, Zod Ryder, who's a good friend of mine. He's actually one of my closest friends. And uh, he's on the network on PSN Radio. And I asked him, hey, is uh, Phil's page gone? Because he's, it shows like he's gone on my end. And he's like, no, man, it's there. I'm looking at it right now. And I go on a, on a different Facebook account that I have, and I go into his page, and sure enough, it's there. Now, the only way for me not to see his page is if he blocks me. Right? Right. 
That would be the why. That's the only reason. I have absolutely no idea why I got blocked. None. I messaged him a couple times asking him why I was blocked from the other page that I have. And he filled in, in all his uh, comedy glories. He replied back one saying, well, if I could text you back now, that means I ain't blocked you, huh? And I said, wait a second, Phil, I'm talking about my main account. This is like my dummy account. Like, uh, this is not my real account. And then he just never replied back to me. I guess he found out who I was. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, then later on, and this is what really leads me to, leads me to believe that he hates my guts. Um, I had somebody who was booking shows for me for a little bit. And she approached Phil Hendry to be a guest on the show. And she asked him, yeah, can you do the show? Here's the date, blah, blah, blah. When she told him about it, immediately he was like, yeah, I'll do it. No problem. I'm, I'm on, on board. No, yeah, I'll do it. Just give me the dates, I'm, I'm in. And then she sent them the page for the show and sent them all in my information. And he said, oh, I can't do it. That, not happening. And then he never replied back. Wow. That's messed up. He won't even tell you why. No idea why. I love Phil to death. I love his show. He's, a, like I said, an amazing comedian. I have no idea why he hates my guts. None. None. No idea. You've done something. Well, like I said, I, it's better pissed off than pissed on. So. going to investigate. I'm going to find out why. That's it. I'm so sad and uh, depressed by that. I really am. It's just—it's heartbreaking. Now, uh, I, I am—I am heartbreaking with you. Now, all the thousands of listeners we have right now, don't go uh, bombarding Phil Hendry, <laughs> asking him why do you hate Angel why from Skywatchers. Like don't go doing that. Hint, hint. That means go do that. Go, go. Yeah, they should messaging. go do that do it, because do we're not condoning it, folks. But if it happens, I'm encouraging it. That's what I'm saying. I'm encouraging it. About it. Hey, right, you know? come on, be an adult. If you're going to block somebody, at least tell them why. You know what I'm saying? Especially somebody who looks like, up to you, you know, like you're exactly. one of my idols. Like, what the heck? Like, Art Bell is awesome. I don't bother Art Bell. Like, I, I don't call into the show. I listen every night because I'm a huge fan. I don't like bothering the guy because, you know, he's you know, he's Art Bell. He's, I have him on a pedestal. You know what I mean? And right. I, I reach out to him every once in a while on Facebook, and he's kind enough to answer me. You know, he talks back to me, and I'm like, that's all I want from the man. Just say an answer. Hey, how you doing, Art? I'm doing great. That, that makes my day. I'm a fanboy. I really am. And, you know, Phil, I have no idea why he hates me. I have none. No idea. It hurts. It, it was you because just... of the Native American joke. That's why. Yeah. That's, that, 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 that could be it. it. That one, that one tier, tier can change that society. could be it. Yeah, yeah. Luckily enough, though, I am really good friends with George Rodriguez from SoFloRadio.com. SoFloRadio. Awesome. SoFlo. I love the name of it. Just SoFlo. It's awesome. Yo, South yo, Florida. SoFlo. And no, uh, me and George. You are uh, such a white guy. That was amazing. That was incredibly white guy. Yeah. <laughs> they say the whole I am so white. Like he, so white. He is the <laughs> other white guy. So I am so white. My nickname is Leche. <laughs> and with that, folks, we're going to go on break and come back in a minute with our guest for the news segment, Chris Brown. And we will be talking about ufology finally. That's yes! Right. Stick around. This is the Dark Matter Digital Network and PSN Radio. You're listening to Skywatchers Radio. We'll be back. James Swagger, host of Capricorn Radio. I'm also an author, engineer, and researcher. Capricorn Radio covers alternative history, alternative science, philosophy, and truth oriented discussions. We are proud to be on the Dark Matter Radio Network live at 8 p.m. Saturdays, Eastern Standard Time. 
You can catch extra info on darkmoderadio.net, jameswagger.com for yours truly, and capricornmembers.com for the archives. Don't forget, truth is not democratic. Truth is truth. team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology preventative maintenance and networking support hardware and custom built computers let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly monthly or annual rates to fit anyone's budget call key information solutions now 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Uh, the UFO phenomenon, either we like it or not, is already very much part of our reality. I've been on panels with uh, military people who, you know, claim that they've seen the aliens buzzing our missile silos. They have very large eyes. You know, I found their stare extremely difficult to bear. This is Martin Willis, the host of Podcast UFO, and we are here on the Dark Matter Radio Network every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is my commitment to bring you an entertaining weekly show that takes a hard look at the UFO phenomena. Are they extraterrestrial? Well, are they interdimensional? Are they time travelers or something we have not even thought of yet? We explore these questions with interesting guests and witnesses from all around the globe. In addition, we bring you weekly UFO news with Open Minds TV, Alejandro Rojas. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep your eyes to the sky. Hello, my name is Howard Hughes, and I'm in London, and I've been proud to bear this name all my life. Over here in the UK, I'm known as a broadcast journalist. I've been involved in some of the big stories of our time. The fall of the Berlin Wall. The death of Princess Diana. I told London about that. And on the first and second anniversaries of 9-11, I was there at Ground Zero, speaking to the people who were directly involved and those experiences I will never forget. So news is my thing. But my great love is my show, the one that I produce, The Unexplained. Over the years on this show, I've spoken to people like the late Al Bielik from the Philadelphia Experiment, Edgar Mitchell, the amazing Apollo astronaut, Dr. Stephen Greer, David Icke, and Uri Geller. People like Richard C. Hoagland have become personal friends over the years. I met him in London. So you can see that these sort of topics are what I like to discuss. Please join me on my show from London, The Unexplained, Monday nights on the Dark Matter Network. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store.
And we are back live on Skywatchers Radio, and this is the news segment of the show with the one and only Chris Brown. No, ladies, no, hold on. Not that Chris Brown. Our Chris Brown. <laughs> Our Chris Brown. That's right. Chris Brown, welcome back to Skywatchers for the news segment of the show. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Well, I've had better days, but I'm doing okay I, now. I know. Well, I'm doing, doing good. good. Hold and, it in and, there. And, and hope Hold it together. Can... Oh, good. And everybody else is doing good, and we're well. We're here, so I uh, just um, here in Oregon and dealing with. Uh, well, it's actually had nice weather until today, and it started to rain. But that's good. We needed it, so uh, we get rain here all the time, every yeah. single day. We get rain here in Florida. It's crazy. Uh, now we do got some Sky Watchers related news to talk about. Uh, now there is a couple of articles that uh, you wanted to go over, right? I do. I do. Ah. And um, that is, yeah, well, that's, you know, everybody's, you know, hearing a lot of things. But the one thing was this, is the government's uh, now working on a, a tractor beam. A Star Wars tractor beams are real. So scientists have figured out uh, how to create a sound beam that can hold and move and rotate small objects far away. So, uh, you know, a tractor beam is... Uh, you know, I guess maybe something that could be in the works, huh? According to them, they say by a small scale, by getting the sound waves, they're able to uh, generate and pull pull small objects in. So, so like to pull a car, you need like to, like an orchestra playing some kind of. Thing. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They're they're talking about four. Right now, they're using styrofoam balls that are about four millimeters in diameter. Right, a very very uh, lightweight stuff. You know, really really lightweight. And here's the funny part: they're not saying that they can actually pull it towards you, but they can manipulate the direction it goes in. Right. Obviously, gravity is also in effect in this situation here. So, I love so if you're in research. space. About you know, sound. it makes me happy. Uh, it does. I love the fact that they put it, it Star Wars in there. That too, yeah. but I love when the research with it because you find you find out that if you you know certain sound waves will actually take something solid and make it not solid. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some research. Yeah, so it's you very, know here very you know, interesting. You're you're right about that, but here's something also that, that this correlates to, and uh, this is on a documentary. So I can't remember the name. I'll think about it later, and I'll I'll be like, damn it, I should have said it on air. Uh, it was a documentary I saw a while back about how the, uh, how the pyramids were made and built and how they didn't mm-hmm. use leverage. They used sound to sound. move the stones. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe. Yeah, but that's a lot been, more that's sense in debunked. my brain. That's been debunked a couple of times. Almost. How do you debunk that? How do you, how do you debunk, debunk it? Exactly. How do you debunk something that you don't even understand the science of? Okay, because exactly. they've actually shown, because the guy that's actually in Miami who built those wonderful giant uh, stoneworks there has shown how easily it can be done with no, leverage. Hold on. Sound. No, but hold on, hold on. Nobody knows exactly how he did it. That's a big mystery still. The Coral Castle is where you're talking about. And I live like yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. away. The that Coral a, Castle. They had a whole thing on how the Coral Castle. No, they have a thing on how they think he did it because there's uh-huh. certain things in there that, right, that leads them right. to believe that maybe he used leverage and this and that. But here's yeah. the thing. Nobody still really knows 100% because they weren't there. He never left a manuscript saying, on such and such date, I used leverage to move a boulder from one side of the yard to the next. It was I an really don't know experience. anybody that actually sounds like that, but I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> well, it was the 1950s, right? Or forties, whatever the heck it was. That was a long time ago. In the galaxy. That sounded right out of the forties and the fifties. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I was going for. Thank you very much, Chris. Yeah. That's right. You got some gumption there. (laughs) That was period piece talking. That's what I was doing. That was a period piece talk. That was. That was good. 
was, that's what that, I was doing. It, it was really bad. I'm sorry. But look, the yeah. yeah well, thank you. The so, point oh, is the, lo- the local male blank. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, the point, <laughs> the point I don't know what is, that is. Yeah, the is point cool. is sound can do amazing things, and I wouldn't put it past them to figure out a way to move large objects with sound. It it does not completely like go over my head that that could be a possibility. True that. True that. I just All think right, something so. as amazing as the pyramids deserves an equally amazing how they built it, especially because we can't do right? it. Right. So it's just you. I, it's just something you just have to step outside of the box. Well, let, let's the be honest. The sleds and the ropes and a million slaves. Are you kidding me right now? Really? Yeah, I don't think that's the rubbish. Yeah, I don't think your foes did it either, in, by the way. Yeah, us Jews were in real estate, Dean, back in the Egyptian days. <laughs> yeah, they were, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going there because I could say a couple things. But... I know. Bad jokes. Okay, back to the articles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, look, I don't think aliens built the pyramids. That's just not my personal belief. I don't think that happened. I do think they had other technologies back then that we have no idea about because it's been, you know, a few thousand years. Stuff gets buried and destroyed. You know, stuff happens. But I do think they were onto some stuff, uh, you know, that we just have no clue on. And maybe sound was one way of them doing this. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, who knows? Uh, who knows about the Vimanas also in India? Right? No, you're right. Flying aircrafts. I mean, if that was, those things are real. They're flying. They're aircraft. This you know, long time ago. So, yeah. just because we have technology now doesn't mean we've never had technology before, folks, or a form of. Oh, hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah. So much knowledge has been lost. It's so sad. Look, it's, I'm not saying that you know, five thousand years ago there was a kid in India walking around with an iPad. That's not what I'm saying here. He had not something much cooler than an iPad. Pro- yeah, yeah well, he had crystal stones. That's. <laughs> Stones and crystals and sticks. But he had toys. He did. He could make do with what he had. They had cool stuff. They did. They did. They did. But look, this is a great story on itself just because of the simple fact that, look, if we can start harnessing this kind of uh, technology, uh, this is going to be great for space exploration because in the vacuum of space, this form of technology to move stuff from one part of, of, like, say, the moon to another would be really helpful. Really, really helpful. And I wonder how this would work in space, though, with a vacuum. Because you can't do some sound in space, mm, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's for the big brains. Huh. I, I was about to say, my brain cannot even handle that question. I just exploded. I mean, if we take our masks off, vowel, that's all if we take our masks off, then yeah, our heads are going to blow up, so we can't you know, listen to anything in space. But I'm sure things make sound But in hold space, on, hold right? on, hold on. In our right? frequency range, didn't we all just hear, or did you guys see that nice little uh, video about... Um, the sound that planets make that's below or above our spectrum of hearing. Nope. Really? Yeah, there was this really, really cool video someone sent me a link to that every single planet has some sort of a weird sound, you know, that gives off, gives off some harmonic and some sound. It's just that we're not capable of hearing it. Gosh, really? I wonder what, on what Earth sounds like. A bunch of gunshots going off? A <laughs> <laughs> bunch of gunshots and people like chattering hang and on, talking. I'm trying <laughs> to find <laughs> the video right now. Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to. Why did um, Yeah, NASA Voyager recordings. Uh, hang on one second. Let me find it. Uh, yeah, that's what we do on radio. We hang on for one second and we find it. That's it. That's All right, here. You can post this up right now. It's actually really, really eerie, eerie, like really cool. Um, Cool thing. Here's the news article, actually, that I'm going to send you guys as well, too. Uh, NASA Great radio. discovers planets and stars give off music. This is what it sounds like. Hang on. I'm going to put that up there as well, too. Uh, you want me to read the article? It's actually really interesting. Yeah, go for it. Uh, it says, did you know that planets and stars actually give off music? Question mark. Uh, 
Although space is virtual, is a virtual vacuum, it does not mean there is no sound in space. Sound there we go. That answers my question. In the form of electromagnetic vibrations and can be detected using specially designed instruments developed by NASA. These amazing ambient space sounds come from electronic vibrations of the planets, moons, rings, electromagnetic fields of the planets and moons, planetary magnetospheres, trapped radio waves bouncing between planets and the inner surface of its atmosphere, charged particle interactions of the planet, its moons, the solar wind, uh, and from charged particle emissions from the rings of certain planets. Uh, looking into outer space, we often assume it will be absolutely silent. Little do we know and realize that the universe is teeming with planetary music. These sounds give planets... Uh, these sounds... The, the sounds, sounds the, the sounds it's not that easy is it <laughs> are absolutely breathtaking and there's a link for what they That's sound amazing. like two questions immediately come to mind a are we hearing it right and b what could we use this for i mean could you could you predict things if earth sounds changed in a certain area like that would be amazing so they- you know, that's a really That's a good question. question. Yeah. And um I have an interesting answer to that. Uh when it comes there there is a theory that um we do see disturbances in the sky. Force. Oh, I'm sorry. Disturbances <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I thought you were going there, I'm sorry. Above about oh, just a go with the hours. force. Come on. Yeah, man. Disturbance in the force, days. man. Just a couple of hours to a couple of days before an earthquake happens, which could usually I've be seen in distortions of the clouds right above where that break is. So I'm thinking maybe that might be something interesting to look into. Um, that. You know, That's other sounds. That the electromagnetic maybe. fields as well. That and right. the way animals act and all, that kind of, all kinds of warning signs that we just ignore because we're silly. You know, humans. then, of course, um, what was the other thing that recently happened? Um, we've, the government has actually admitted that HARP can manipulate weather. We knew that. We knew that as soon as they put it up. Yeah, but the government... <laughs> oh, they yeah. finally admitted it. Oh, okay. The moment I heard they were doing something like Harp, I was like, yeah, they're trying to manipulate the weather. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's, it. Yeah. that's it. That's it. So, uh, one of those no-brainers, CERN, you know? Scary. CERN really scares me. CERN, oh, I yeah. wake up every morning... I'm concerned what, for CERN. Like, yeah. I am. I wake up mm-hmm. every morning... Oh, that's really so funny, that man. That's so scared. funny. I just don't Thank think we're guy. mature enough to be playing with something like CERN. We're just not as a species. We're, we're definitely – something's going to happen. We're going to get sucked <laughs> into a black hole. Thank you very much. We are going to get sucked into a black hole. Either that or yep. something's going to come out and invade us. Or something's going to come out and invade us. I don't know. Which one would be, which one would be worse? I don't know. I don't – yeah, I guess it depends Getting on what comes out. Getting into the black hole of the unknown. Yeah, I'm probably going to That would the probably be the worst because yeah. – uh, I don't know, know but that's a, that, could be a, that could be a quick death. You see what I'm that's, saying? Yeah, maybe. You almost rather have that than the chaos to get into yeah. when creatures from the other side. I've seen The Mist, okay, people? That's a terrifying movie. Oh, that's a the mist. I've seen The Mist. It's crazy playing today. Movie. It's playing today? It was it here. It was. Um, yeah, it was I've got a really messed up imagination, so I could think of some things that would probably be worse than getting sucked into a black hole. So. I'll tell you, I'm not going to spoil exactly. it, but that ending from The Mist was really, really crazy. Oh, so good. I watched, I watched Thinner the other day. and uh, that See was... how we just digressed into the round table? You see, we did it again. Completely. <laughs> okay, steering back to ufology. Yeah, back to ufology. Anyway, and I also had another thing. You know, there's something that's <laughs> going to be heading toward Earth. and uh, Oh, yeah, that hollow object. Yep, yep. Uh-uh. And, uh, it's uh, not a UFO, but it's, um, it's something that's coming toward Earth, and it's... Um, 
Well, uh, it's supposed to be, uh, if they say, um, coming in on Friday the 13th. <laughs> well, yep. they picked a great date. <laughs> they it, did. Wow. To be coming in. And, uh, coming in and it projected a hit is going to be the Indian Ocean of next month. And scientists don't know quite what it is. And no, uh, that doesn't make a, a UFO, it says in this article. It says, uh, the U- European Space Agency released information last week about an object spotted streaking through space and heading toward Earth. The headlines are zeroing in on the chance of an impact and an identified object's um, you know, nick- nickname officially is uh, WT1190F. Uh, no, it's WTF. Eleven ninety. WTF. There you go. Wow, I know is. Uh, wow. It, it doesn't so, UFO stand for unidentified flying object. Yeah, so why is it a UFO yeah. if they don't know what it is? First of all, I'm calling bat squatch on this whole thing, and, and this is why oh. I'm doing it. Because Star Wars comes out in December, there's no way in God's green earth that they're going to ruin that one. Right. I don't. That's what I was thinking too. I Might think they should send Bruce Willis up to check it out. With uh, with Ben Affleck, so he doesn't do any more Batman That's right. movies. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, here I'm digressing, but he, it turns out he oh, might God. direct the next Batman movie. Don't talk to me like that on air. That's just not cool. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, yeah, I know. That's wrong. That's wrong. Aliens Five is coming out, and I'm very excited about that. That I'm yeah, I'm hyped about that. Heck I yeah. want to see another Predator movie. Better be better in that Aliens Part Three because I, I would I like to up see, after Part yeah, Three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Part Three wasn't as bad as the one that I will not even name because it shouldn't be recognized to ever exist. But uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Wh- wh- which one does that one start with a P? We're not going to talk about it. Is it the one that starts with a P? I thought it was an R. So, was it? Was it the prequel? It starts with an R. No, it starts with an R. Yeah. No, I love Prometheus. Uh, okay. Oh, wait a minute. With an R, okay. what Requiem? No. What? What? Where Resurrection. Are you? Yeah, oh, man. See, you made oh, him say oh. it. Oh, jeez. Oh, ah, pull it out of me. Okay? I know. I'm... You made him say it. Bad, other guy. Bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I thought no, no. you meant Requiem, like Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. No. Well, that one sucked, too. I'm talking about the fourth <laughs> alien film. Oh. I would like them to redo Alien vs. Predator and give it the movie that it deserves. Those are two of the most amazing, horrific sci-fi creatures, and that's the movie that we got. Are you kidding me? Yep, yep. Hey, same thing with uh, Freddy versus Jason. Huh, how terrible is that? Same thing with those. So I'm going to try and get past oh. this Batman. Okay, we're digressing. We're digressing. <laughs> yeah, this is the round table all over again. We got 10 minutes. Talk about aliens. That counts. That counts. So, no, a WTF uh, object is not going to hit us, folks. It's not happening. Don't worry. No. So does anybody does anybody have any comments about these wonderful uh, cities that keep on keep on appearing in the clouds in China and other parts of the world? What? what no, I haven't. Went, where has that been? I have not heard any news I'm on that. Depend on the other guy a little bit. Don't you love how you ask the other guy if he's got news and he's like silent, and then all of a sudden right. we get into discussion, and the other guy has like fifteen thousand articles that nobody's ever even heard of. Like, yeah, right. it's, it's making me look bad here. I'm saying you're the news guy, man. What's wrong with you? I got stuff. <laughs> Chris, you're about to get fired, man. You, I, this, he's making fired. me look bad. Jesus, man. And I'm horrible. Guys, I'm sorry. Reason uh... my ego. <laughs> no, I feel like Joe Pesci and his brother at the end of Casino. <laughs> what? You think it's funny? Hey, hey what do you think? Funny? Uh, Joe Pesci, the other guy, it's about the same height. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are taking it to me. 
Okay, this one is actually from National Geographic. Um, so I put that post up so you guys can sneak a peek at it as well, too. There's even video from China as well. And it's on National Geographic, so it must be reputable, right? That's right. I, yeah. I didn't even play the For video. Sure. I just looked at the first picture, and I'm just like, wait, what am I looking at? Floating city. Hmm. And I did hear about the floating city. I just didn't know enough about it, and it wasn't where I was looking on the right. mainstream. Right. We don't blame you, Chris. We right. love you. We're That's picking right. on the other guy because we asked yeah. the other guy earlier if he had news, yeah. and the yeah. other guy said no. Nope. Oh. I have nothing, yep. he said. He said, I have this. nothing. Now oh. he pulls out floating uh, city in the sky. Now. I feel like the guy with the baseball bat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we were ready to talk about your stuff, and the other guy's just like, boom, I got so, stuff. You inspired well, Oops. Would you say, would you believe I said oops? <laughs> Did that sound well, uh, convincing? No. That's but easy. as interesting as this video is, the weather guy, I mean, I, eh, I've seen some crazy stuff in the clouds myself. You know, it's just clouds. Yeah, but hundreds and hundreds of people are, you know, have. I've seen some crazy stuff in the clouds, too, but this is pretty distinct. Like, this almost makes me wonder if somebody, like, photoshopped this or. That's what I'm saying. This. Yeah. Like, no, no, this there's, is... more, there's more than one image out there. It's, yeah, and... but there couldn't be more than one photoshopped image out there? Come on now. You know, some Come people think it might be Project Bluebeam, an experiment. Um, Could be. So, Could you be. know. Yeah, I mean, I have a huge imagination, so I, you know, my brain is immediately going to, I wonder if it's it like another very real, opening actually. up the clouds. Yeah, it does. That's what it I'm looks like. very real. It, it's, it looks like, yeah, that there was uh, definitely, I don't, I don't see a Photoshop type of guys, look, but you, it does, Yeah, but, but guys, you know, you know how yeah. good Photoshop is nowadays? Sure. You just said just what I was going to yeah, say. It's ridiculous. Okay, if the news in China is covering it, and it's, not it's so, and it's not North Korea, but if the Doesn't news Doesn't mean is it's real. Does okay. that mean it's real? I don't know. I would like to believe it's real because this makes my imagination happy. Yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's but very gonna, interesting. It is. It is. I'm going to post it on the uh, Facebook page so anybody who's uh, listening in who wants to read along and check out the images, go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Skywatchers Radio. I'm going to post it there right now so everybody can join us. By the way, like the page. Like the the likes are up. Yeah, like baby. It. Yeah, like you. I like when you like my page. Like yeah, he does. Okay, sorry. Now, we're only about uh, maybe six <laughs> minutes away from being joined by our main guest tonight, the one and the only. Joanne Summerscale. Summerscale. Oh, interesting She's got awesome the, her name just sounds so happy. She does. Mm. You, just, you just said her name. It's just like happiness. And here's the crazy thing. I, I looked up her image. on. You know, I was like, I'm going to probably have to go through like 20 images to find a good image, right, to use as a promotion art. And I, and I looked up Joanne Summer Scales. And sure enough, the first image, I was like, that's perfect. Booyah. Perfect image. Mm-hmm. Face her radio, face her TV. This lady's awesome, and she's joining us from the UK. Woo-hoo. That's great. Woo-hoo. Have a great you know, accent. Uh, I wonder what um, if she knows what the meaning of her uh, her last name is. Do you know the summer scales? I yeah, because so many. Well, because in the UK and over there, so many people uh, know the meanings of their last name because they're all so traditional and what they're uh, they're named after. A lot of people when they settled with names were named after uh, things that they did in their life, of course, as you know. And so um, I'm just wondering, maybe she might, you know. Um, hey, we could ask her. So, yeah. yeah. I was That's curious. We're definitely going to ask Yeah, because it's a real common thing over there. Uh, so, you know, um, from, I guess you could call the motherland, huh? 
That is, well, yeah, you, you can. It really is. And, um, you know, um, I, I sit there and think, well, you know, I guess having the name Chris Brown isn't that bad. Yeah. It depends it what you depends do on, fun. Yeah, it, it depends on what city you're in. I guess. That <laughs> you're talking to at the time, probably. <laughs> yeah. Now you have a middle name, right, Chris? Or yeah, just... I do. I do. And it's it's it's, it's the the middle uh, initial is J. Chris Chris J Brown. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. So that, that uh, works. It's like he Michael J Fox. Badass. Yeah, yeah, he does. Chris so, J Brown sounds like a dude that you don't want to mess with. Chris J Brown. You, you, I think you should start using it to distinguish yourself from you know, the uh, other Chris Brown. It's got like you know swag, you know, Chris J Brown. Yeah, man. Chris yeah. J Brown. Well, you know that's CJB baby CJB. <laughs> That's I was always going to be maybe that you know if 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 something if I ever was you know they flashed me around or something and and uh, maybe I'll just go by my initials you know CJB yeah or or CJ Brown you know CJ Brown yeah that sounds good yeah you there know. you go that sounds good too man there you mm-hmm. go. because I then I won't that gives me a little bit of identity and rather than if I was to be flashed around as another Chris Brown you know he wants some identity a little bit I mean. Yeah, I mean, people are going to be like... Somebody steals your name and then does some dumb stuff. Sure. (laughs) Crystal, something's happening to your audio there. I don't know. Can you... uh, I don't know what the heck you did. Uh What I do? What I do? Is it better now? No, it's something weird. The aliens want to talk to me. I have literally done nothing. I've literally done absolutely nothing. It just got weird for a second. It got really strange for a second there, I think. So strange. Okay. I think it was the whole Chris Brown talk. It was. It was. It was. I didn't like it. Okay. We got to go on break here in a, in a minute here. Chris, thanks for joining us on the, yeah, this well, news segment. Yeah, well, thank you for having us. Now, you're, you're of course, uh, you're the news correspondent on the show here. Next week, I hope you have something good, young man. I will. Hey, hey, the I'll try to come back next awesome. week with something real fancy and good. I'm going to take this whole week to, to, to study up, too. And there you go. Boom. I'll try to to brush up on my reading skills too. There you go. That, yes, do that. Yes. By the way, next week we're also going to be joined in the first hour by Nancy Burns for the Nancy Burns Experience. Oh, what? That's so. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have that, and we have news next week with Chris Brown, so we're going to have a lot of fun next week on Skywatchers Radio. Uh, but now we're going to go on a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we have Joanne Summerscales on with us for the next hour on the show. So please stick around and uh, sit back, relax, have a cold one. It's going to be a lot of fun on the Skywatchers Radio. See, I didn't see what I did there? A little Spanish? Right? That was good. That was good, right? Sure. We'll be right like back, it. everybody. Hey, hey, Crystal liked it. That's all that matters. I did.
team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Here's a riddle for you. What do the California gold rush of the 1850s, secret societies, coded messages, mysterious 19th century flying machines, and an early 20th century outside artist named Charles A. A. Delshaw all have in common? The Secrets of Delshaw by Dennis Crenshaw and Pete Navarro. Go to www.secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Hello, my name is Howard Hughes, and I'm in London, and I've been proud to bear this name all my life. Over here in the UK, I'm known as a broadcast journalist. I've been involved in some of the big stories of our time. The fall of the Berlin Wall. The death of Princess Diana. I told London about that. And on the first and second anniversaries of 9-11, I was there at Ground Zero, speaking to the people who were directly involved and those experiences I will never forget. So news is my thing. But my great love is my show, the one that I produce, The Unexplained. Over the years on this show, I've spoken to people like the late Al Bielik from the Philadelphia Experiment, Edgar Mitchell, the amazing Apollo astronaut, Dr. Stephen Greer, David Icke, and Uri Geller. People like Richard C. Hoagland have become personal friends over the years. I met him in London. So you can see that these sort of topics are what I like to discuss. Please join me on my show from London, The Unexplained, Monday nights on the Dark Matter Network. The UFO phenomenon, either we like it or not, is already very much part of our reality. I've been on panels with uh, military people who, you know, claim that they've seen the aliens buzzing our missile silos. They have very large eyes, and, you know, I found their stare extremely difficult to bear. This is Martin Willis, the host and podcast UFO, and we are here on the Dark Matter Radio Network every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is my commitment to bring you an entertaining weekly show that takes a hard look at the UFO phenomena. Are they extraterrestrial? Well, are they interdimensional? Are they time travelers or something we have not even thought of yet? We explore these questions with interesting guests and witnesses from all around the globe. In addition, we bring you weekly UFO news with Open Minds TV, Alejandro Rojas. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep your eyes to the sky. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet.
All right, everybody, we're back on Skywatchers Radio. We had a little musical interlude there from uh, our good friends Mac Maloney and the Mac Maloney band, Walk on the Ocean. Great. We've got to get back to listening to Space it Boy, is. I'm telling you. Oh, Space Boy is, Space Boy is awesome, dude, of course. We, you know, we play a lot of his music on the show with our guy. You just don't hear it because on your end you can't hear what I now, play. Now, who's singing so. in, Mac's, in Mac's band? Is, is That isn't him singing, is it? I can't remember the lead singer's name, to be exact. Uh, Boston yeah. with his heavy-duty Boston accent? I don't know. That's yeah. I don't think I don't think that's Maxine. But uh, <laughs> but no, the the band is awesome. I got his uh, CD, uh, the first CD they put out, and it's just awesome, awesome music. Uh, by the way, yeah, you hear Chris Brown's voice? He's still with us, and uh, we we don't have Joanne Summerscales on. Unfortunately, uh, it looks like she either I don't know, maybe she uh, forgot that she was on tonight or. Oh, she didn't get abducted. It could happen. Hopefully, she didn't get abducted. That would be the worst case scenario. Definitely. Well, there's a time zone difference. She might just be getting up, or she might be in the shower. She's got to start her day. Well, she knew she was going to be on with us. It's about four in the morning over there, so maybe you know she fell asleep. That See, could happen. It's, really it's UK, early. you know. So if that happened, then we'll book her for another uh, time, and we'll have her on again. Okay. I do want to talk to her about her uh, her website and what she's working on because it is really cool stuff. But I'll keep that to when she's on, so we can talk about that then. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, open lines uh, for the rest of the night. If anybody wants to call in and join the fun, call on in. We have about we have about fifty five minutes of. Glorious fun before the big guy Art Bell comes on and does the best thing uh, that, that this network has his show. Okay, it's the best thing right, on the network. It is. I Art won't Bell's argue show. with that. Yeah. Can't argue with it. It's Art Bell. Dude. It's yeah. the best thing on the network. And uh, you know, and then he does his we show, can, and everybody's blissfully place. happy. We no, happy. well, uh, I'm happy for thirds. I got to give it up oh, to my oh. man Richard C. Hoagland. Oh, okay. Clappity right. clap, 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 clappity clap. Happy for Richard. Been listening right. to the podcast. It's awesome. Richard C. Hoagland does a great job. So I will bow down to Mr. Hoagland and Mr. Bell. All okay. right. Oh, by the way, should I do a shameless plug of product for the day? Eh, go for it. Why not? We have some time. All right. For those of you that have um, have um, seen the movies from the 80s and love okay, something yeah. from the 80s, while I was at New York Comic Con the other week, I picked up something really, really cool. Uh, if anybody remembers that movie called Critters, Way back <laughs> when? Of course. Oh, yes, I love critters. Yes. Those things that, they rolled, right? Yes, those, those are the ones balls. that rolled. Oh, those balls. Balls. They, they, eat, 
critters, man. <laughs> I didn't like critters too, but uh Yeah, they By the way, there's a there's a there's a caller on the line, uh five oh eight, you're live on Skywatchers Radio. Do you remember critters? Oh wow, look at no, that. No, I I missed it while I I shut down the speakers while I was waiting for the phone to pick up. Thank you for oh, giving us that courtesy. Yeah. Yes. That's um, very lovely of you. Two things I want to feedback uh, give you feedback on. Um Go ahead. The space junk in the uh the Indian Ocean thing, right? Yeah, that's right. legit. There Uh-oh. is a, uh, but it, it, it's not a, it's not a rock. It's space junk. It's something they went out from us, and then it's just coming back around now and hitting us. That's what it is, right? That, well, they what don't know is. what piece. Yeah, that's what I heard it was. Yeah, but the problem is, is that they don't know what piece of junk it was, and what piece of junk has a, such a large orbit that is coming from beyond the moon. It could be something like one of the boosters from the Apollo, a leftover piece from the Apollo uh, launches, mm-hmm. something like that. They get stuff like that that's heading off to the moon and misses because it was going in that direction anyhow, uh-huh. and then it here's, just goes into orbit and then comes back. There are here, thousands here's the thing. of there's yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's literally thousands and thousands of, of space debris. Over the yeah, planet. and they yeah, can tell. But hold on, isn't doesn't NORAD supposedly track everything down to the tiniest screw? They, well, anything and, that's close, yeah. right? But anything that went off, like in the early days and so on, and it went off is like it's halfway out to um, it's past the moon and it's going. They say forget about it. It's one last thing they have to worry about. If you okay. thought human beings were messy on Earth, we're already destroying the outer earth we're destroying yeah. the space itself because we're littering like crazy there's yeah. so much debris out there it's incredible oh Look, yeah here's well, the, here's I'm, the thing. I'm looking at one of the articles on this thing and they say that there are over a half a million yeah, it's marble. A, it's amazing yeah, and there, there's like wrenches and tools that the astronauts let go by accident they just floats in space it's yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff that's floating out there and here's the crazy thing uh you know what are the chances of some of the ufo sightings over the years has been nothing but space debris hitting the earth and coming in oh yeah that's quite possible that's quite possible uh they can tell that it's artificial because that when it well when they put a piece of radar on it if it's a rock it's all kind of an odd shape it's a rock shape whereas if it's a uh, if it's a piece of a spacecraft it's a regular shape like it's a tube or or it's flat or whatever it is but it has a geometric shape to it that a rock doesn't have as far as that goes huh. um the, the other thing I wanted to yap about was a uh, thing in China. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, the city in the clouds. Which, uh, that's legit, also. And what? what it is? I don't know. I don't know. No, no. I, I have a what hard time is, buying it's that. It's a mirage, and what normally happens with a mirage is that it's super tiny, and it's on the horizon. Right? You see these. Th- you see the the right. cities like uh, if you go to uh, Lake Erie on certain days, you can. Look across the lake, and you can see Chicago, or you can see Toronto, or you can see Detroit, depending on what size of the lake you're on. And it's coming up over the horizon because of the way the air is and because of the, um, the moisture and everything else. And you can, do, you can look up mirages on Detroit and everything else on the lake and the lakes on Lake Erie. And they, they happen There's several times a year, and you can go some places where you can see in Chicago from across the other side of uh, Lake Michigan. 
when normally you can't do that because it's too far away. And what happens is that on something like that video, you now have these guys with the super crazy telephoto video cameras. Uh-huh. And I'm sure you've seen them where uh-huh. you're there and you're watching this guy. He's taking a video of this person on the beach. There's a couple people sunbathing. And then he zooms out and he zooms out and he zooms out and he zooms out about 15 times. And it's actually like a normal picture, and the uh, and the person is barely a speck at the uh, a speck in the frame because they're they're like a thousand or two thousand feet away. But when they're zoomed in, it's like they're right there, right? There. right. And you know, so they got a thirty, forty, fifty power zoom on the video camera. So these, so you get someone like that taking a picture of a mirage like this floating city. It's a right. mirage. It's an optical illusion. I could buy that. The, but they get so zoomed in, it looks like it's this giant thing in the sky. Oh, my God, it's going to fall out, and off you go. Interesting. All right, I'll go yeah, with that. That's, you know, it's like you know, marvels of modern technology. It looks like it's a monster city in the sky. It's just zoomed in really good. And there you go. Hey, that's as good of an explanation as, uh, as any, and I could buy that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, yep. strangely enough, they're both mm-hmm. legit, but not for reasons that you wouldn't expect. As far right. Non extraterrestrial related, but they're legit. They're legit. It's, it's yeah. spooky, too. And of course, in China, Very. they're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Godzilla in the sky. <laughs> Wrong place. That's Japan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you can see why they have the stories. You know, you can see why people would have fantasy stories about right. castles in the sky and everything else. You know, Jack mm-hmm. and the Beanstalk and all the rest. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like uh, Jack and the Giant Slayer, the movie that came out a couple years years mm-hmm. back. A lot of people didn't like really? it, but I did. You like that movie? I yeah, that. I thought it was pretty good, and but a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, you, they, well, it had that Brian Singer effect, uh, you know. I guess. <laughs> After Superman Returns uh, did it badly, a lot of folks were like, uh, we hate Brian Singer's that, guts. Yeah, that Superman was really putting uh, a lot of yeah, people sour. Yeah, he did like three back-to-back really bad movies, back-to-back-to-back. Superman is. Now they're trying to revamp it with the Batman that's kind of in a way after really Round table show. Round table show again. On a, well, yeah, true. Batman this is good for another. By the way, another another news another news uh, thing that just came across my desk. Uh-huh. Uh, oxygen discovered on the comet Rosetta, stunning nice. scientists. I love it when scientists get stunned. It makes me happy. Wait, mm. how can a comet have oxygen on it? It'd have to be frozen. We know yeah. liquid, uh, liquid, right. uh, you know, liquid or frozen or something. It was darn cold. Here's the really, article. Really cold. <laughs> Just sent, just added the article to the Skype line. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll oh, post that on Facebook. Facebook. Like, the, uh, uh, anything from Facebook Fox there. Well, give me a, give me a second. I'm going to post it on Facebook here in a second. Oh, I'll post it on first. Facebook. It's Fox News. It's Bat Squatch. Can't trust anything. <laughs> 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 I, I got to agree. I got to agree. Problems, yes. That's it. I got to agree with Chris on this one. Yeah, I agree. Oh, so you're going to skip? You're going to skip it just for that? All right, Absolutely. fine. I'll find it on physics.org. There you go. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles <laughs> Times. Okay, physics.org. Right, news. I'm just for being here. Find uh, physics.org. Now it says here, uh, scientists have for the first time detected oxygen on a comet, a finding they could 
upend theories uh, about how the solar system was formed. Huh? Reporting that was one of the that was one of the stories that I I thought about um, getting, but but um, I just didn't know how much time we would. That's have. right. Yeah, Chris, that's right, Chris. That's right. It's okay, bro. That's it. Okay, go ahead. It's okay, bro. You have next week to make up for it. Don't worry. True, but it's it's okay. You'll be fine, buddy. He's the right okay. man's telling the story. You, you, you'll, you'll get it next week, bro. Don't worry. You'll get your chance. I'm going to get You will get your chance, bro. I love Don't anything worry. that challenges what scientists think they know. Yes. That's just so here why molecular oxygen has been for, uh, found in Jupiter and in Saturn. I didn't even know that. Uh, they, they found it in Jupiter and Saturn. It's never been found on a comet. The, uh, it says here the neutral gas comes, or the natural, not neutral, the neutral gas comes from most comets uh, that are composed largely of water, carbon monoxide, and carbon dioxide. Uh, that makes a lot of sense, and again, it has to be frozen solid to have. Okay, uh, yeah. So when it warms up, yep. the uh, stuff from the sun breaks apart That's the water it, yeah. molecules and whatever else, and then there you got the hydrogen and the oxygen, and it just goes. Okay, you know that that, so it, that looks pretty good. So if we land on that sucker, uh, can we uh, breathe on there? Do you think? Probably not. Be right? probably uh, while saying as. You chew That's on the, the type rock. of thing that if you're on a comet, <laughs> if you're standing on a comet, you can literally jump off and go into orbit around it. it uh, the, the gravity is so small, <laughs> which is scary. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Not, but a little bit. Yeah, yeah little but bit. Uh, so the uh, the atmosphere would be like 1% of 1% of 1% adds zeros of what you could breathe, so I don't think so. <laughs> you could probably <laughs> mine it, though. <laughs> There you go, yeah, yeah, that, and that's why we would actually get on a comet to mine it for its yep. minerals and uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, most yeah. of the time you're not going to mine it for gold; you're going to be mining it for water or something like that because you Correct. need that. Right, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great way to uh, replenish water supplies uh, whenever you're in deep space travel. Find a comet. There you go. Yeah, Good to know. There you go. There you go. Okay, Call I'm going to head on off and let you talk to somebody else. But I thank you for being. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say thank you for being fascinating. Tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, fascinating. fascinating. Thank you. And have a good night and uh, continued good luck with all your work. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you it. Bye bye. <laughs> That's a great call right there. Great call. Love calls like that. Guys, if you want to call in, 786-245-8127. That's 786-245-8127. And for friends uh, of the other guy, 786. <laughs> Just Two, because four, you're having, five. dude, that, 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 that's just wrong. Eight, <laughs> he does it really seven. well. <laughs> that's you just for your people. That's all. <laughs> um, so, do we have any blasts from the a hole today? We might have yeah. them in a little bit, but we're actually going to have the Nancy Burns experience this week, folks. Ooh, oh, right. I'm so excited. Before. The Nancy Burns experience is happening right now, folks. What? Right now. Like right we're now, gonna right get now. Her on the li- we're going to get her on the line, and we're going to talk to Nancy Burns, and we're going to talk about who's going to be on Art Bell's show coming up after this show. Because take a guess, guess, guess who's going to be on? Guess who's going to be on with Art? Come on, take it. Come on, guys, give me a guess. Can we get a hint. Just you got to give us a hint. A great um, alien. No. no, well, no, no, but Back he watch. wears Back glasses. Watch. He's been on TV, and he wears a hat and glasses on TV. Um, Bill Burns. What do we have for him, Johnny? Ding, 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 ding. That's right. Bill Burns is going to be on. Oh, with great! We get the prequel. Art Bell. And he gets the sequel. Okay. That's kind of <laughs> how that works. Yeah. 
I like that. I like it. Yeah, that there you go. Cool. What are they going to talk it's, about? Uh, well, they're actually going to probably everything under the sun uh, and outside of uh, the sun in space. Uh, they're nice. going to talk. Uh, it's going to be Bill Burns and Joel Norris is going to be on with them. And uh, I, actually, I want to get Nancy on to really talk about what they're going to talk about because I'm intrigued now uh, about what they're going to talk about because, again, it's okay. Bill Burns. It's Art Bell. It doesn't get and, more epic than that, right? I know. He's such a fanboy. Look at him. <laughs> so cute. Crazy thing is I work with such a Bill Burns. Do you? And I'm still a fanboy. Of yeah, course. I remember I produced Future Theater. And I know, would we be? It's good. Yeah, fanboy's yeah. totally okay. It's okay to be a fanboy. So we're going to do this. We're going to go on a quick commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have Nancy Burns with us. And uh, Oh, wait, never mind. She just, I, I thought maybe she fell asleep also. I was trying to call her. But no, she's on. Nancy, you there? Nope, she's not there. So let's, oh, let's go on a break. That's let's get, so weird. She's let's there. Let's get Nancy on. She's I there, but she's it. not there. It looks like she's there. Like when we come back, audio difficulties. Thank we'll you. get her on. We will. Promise. We'll be back in two and The two. mute. I had the mute. Team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call key information solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. List and promote real-time talk radio topics or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes, that George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban feller. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. Ready for the Nancy Burns experience? Are you? It's here. So Nancy Burns is on yeah. the air with us on Skywatchers Radio. Welcome back, Nancy. Oh, thank you. We thank missed you. you. 
I we wanted miss to... you. Oh, I miss. Well, I'm listening, so I don't miss you. I feel as though you're right in my living room because you are. Literally, you. yes. Yeah. Literally. You know, it's funny because we were going to have a guest on. Joanne Summer Scales is going to be on with yeah. us tonight, and and we were like kind of bummed because we're you know we're yeah. kind of shuffling around the show a little bit here. We're going to have you on on the Nancy Burns experience here, you know, next week. And then Chris Brown's going to do some news with us right after that in the first hour. And we're like, man, we couldn't get Nancy on this week because we're going to do some, uh, some news and some stuff that I was going over. Uh, important stuff, as you heard. And uh, we just had to like kind of push it off this week. But it's awesome that you're on now. Unfortunately, our guest is not on. And I don't know what happened with her. We'll find out later. But, you know, you are awesome for doing this. Thank you for being here at the last minute. Yeah. And f- thank you for telling me what you told me on Skype a little while ago because I had no clue that yeah. Bill Burns is a guest tonight on our yeah. Bell show. Why didn't I and know I'm, this? Oh, wow. Well, see, I'm very nervous because... Um, He's going to well, rip into Bill like you wouldn't believe. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> it would be, actually, because Bill can hold his own with anybody. Anybody. Really, he can. I mean, um, I can tell you stories of people who have stomped out of conferences, other people on the on the um you know, the, the Diaz, the Diaz, the Diaz, the Diaz. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, but anyway, tonight he's going to be on the show with uh, his co-author, Joel Martin. And if you guys have ever heard. Is it Norris or Martin? Because uh, you put Norris it, on Skype. I'm, I'm sorry. I put Norris. We, uh, yes. Joel Norris is D-E-D, dead. Um, he died you a long. A, you forgot. You forgot an A in there, Nancy. There's yeah, D- no. We D- always D- joke D- about that. D E D, D E G dead. Just because it's a family <laughs> thing. Um, and uh, no, Joel Norris was a great guy, but he died in the nineties. Okay, and he was uh, Bill's one of Bill's first writing partners um, on the books that had to do with serial murder. And Joel Martin is totally different. He's had his brush with weirdness, which is what they're mm. going to talk about tonight. Most importantly. The true horrible story of the Amityville horror. Not that is horrible, the, yeah. Yeah, not the fake stuff, but the stuff that happened in Joel's life afterward that he's willing to talk about now. And it's a real cautionary tale. They say, people say, and uh, maybe you guys could confirm that you shouldn't fool around with the dark powers that are prominent right now this time of the year. You ought to, like, leave it to the experts, you know? You should right, right. ever, but okay. Who is an expert in the dark this. powers? Twenty four seven. Besides, he who should not be named. Who is an expert <laughs> in the dark powers? Well, you could probably find some people who are experts well, in the dark powers, but you don't want I'm, to mess. I'm an expert at, this time I'm of a, year I, because things yeah. are very thin. It's just that time of year. I know you don't sure want to do it. Period. But especially no, this no. time of year when things are very thin. Now, I know people that are experts in the dark force of uh, Star Wars, but that's a different story altogether. Well, no, it's not a different story. It's exactly the same story. There's only really one story, and Star Wars tells it very eloquently. It is, really. It is our mythology, and it's true. But the thing is, I personally, as a a Catholic, a person raised Catholic, um, have been doing a lot of research into um, the terrible, terrible, terrible deeds done to witches throughout the centuries it's pretty horrific if you start looking yeah, into it sort of like it's really bad. yeah you think the drug thing is one thing and then you find out really it was an attempt to incarcerate a whole subclass of people mm-hmm. the troublemakers just like you've heard it before get rid of the troublemakers um put them in jail in the case of witchcraft oh my goodness such prosecution and every religion on the planet now uses all the elements of witchcraft and i'm reading paganism I, Really. Yeah. So, but but my yeah, question, yeah. my question is, 
as a Catholic, I'm still scared to even think about, you know, like I don't even want to put it on my Kindle, I'm afraid, you know, my Kindle will. I believe all the myths that they've said, all the bad things. I believe all the bad things about witches. So I'm trying to read and learn about it. You um, really I'm, shouldn't, too. They've gotten such a bad rap. There is yeah. such knowledge and just beauty and wisdom in paganism and the celebrations and the things that they do. It's just – It is. It's, very it's, true. It's, it's a bad rap. It really I is I dated a bad this girl that claimed she was a witch, and she was so pretty. You know, she had yeah. an award on her face. <laughs> you know, did she have a broom, and did she fly around in the broom? Did she? She did have a broom, and her house, her kitchen floor was very clean. That will did be she, a Did she fly around in the broom, though? That's it. I'm going to have to get a witch on Skywatchers, a real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did you guys hear, just last night on Art Bell, there was a real witch from Louisiana. And it was interesting because... I used to be afraid to even listen to these shows thinking bad things would happen to me because I'm thoroughly indoctrinated. And yet I'm a person who's got access to the Internet. And if you kind of sift through um, and look at the right pages, you you find that it's not as bad as they were saying. It's just like not you're even, saying. Not even close. Not even. It, it, they twisted it. It was never It was never about the dark things that they make it about now. It, that it, yeah. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible PR campaign against them. And a lot of nice, not nice, but just so much knowledge which has been lost. But yes. yeah. Well, that's what the occult really is all about. It's sort of like keeping it quiet and handing it to the next person you can trust, I guess. Absolutely. So that's that, the energy depends on the person using it. Yeah. It really does. It really, really does. So, well, it's been a fascinating thing because I'm and I and I found a moon, uh, a moon calendar. You know, you can check every day, just like you know, for the Jewish cal- uh, things, we check for sundown. And uh, there's a beautiful moon calendar that I now look at, and I'm sort of learning how to live in nature a little bit. But that has nothing to do with the show tonight. Um, uh, the point of Art Bell's week, this whole week is that he's leading up to his Friday. I, I'm, I'm a great Art Bell fan. I've become like yes, a fan. Yes. I have really become a fan. You're a fangirl. I'm a well, fanboy. You're a fangirl. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If you guys have the time <laughs> You're the night, cheerleader, but, Nancy. Well, I, be, I listen at night live each night, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad it's there now. I mean, my goodness. Um, yeah, I was part of this thing called the Blitz in the, uh, in the days before Art Bell came back on the air. We... Um, one little forum made a lot of noise and had a lot of fun. And so it's kind of never left. I sort of am thrilled about this still. So um, I have no life. I, I admit it. <laughs> no life. <laughs> I'm waiting. Uh, what does that say yeah. about me? Well, yeah. And and also, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm doing a an X-Files marathon. Bill and I are doing this. Oh, that's awesome. Um, oh, because here's the thing. I can talk about this now. Because uh, Bill talked about it on Future Theater. Believe it or not, uh, it looks like there's a chance uh, UFO Hunters might come back full speed, full strength. Ooh, really? Like I know. To hear that? Holy cow! That's huge for me. I know. Well, we're seeing, but the producers who did the other show, the first show, have all gotten back together. They've gotten new funding, and they're just putting it together. Uh, Pat Uskert is not part of it, which breaks my heart. But it was a decision made at levels above my pay grade and um they've got a younger you know a younger crew obviously and a beautiful girl and uh bill is gonna bill's already filmed his parts and he's um basically you know he's bill he's bill and um it should be great 
Yeah. Well, with Bill's it's in it, it's definitely going to be great. just be a little excited on that, yeah. Well, he did sailing. He was able to sail. And, he, you know, he turned 70 this past year, and so he's very sensitive about, you know, getting out there and looking like he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. He's napping right now, by the way, because he's going on the show. In a, yeah. well, now, is he, ba- is yeah, he back yeah. home, or is he still out in California? No, he's upstairs napping, and that's oh, okay. you know that's how he can do all this stuff and and talk through the night because he naps, which is his secret. <laughs> what is this and thing you call napping? napping. Yeah, napping. I know. Yeah. Hey, I take a power nap almost every day. I got what is this thing called napping? I I don't know these foreign concepts. Oh, napping poor thing. Sleeping. You're you're still working <laughs> long long hours, right, Angel? You have no idea. Um, no, you're never, never on Skype. Me. There are never any emoticons. There are all kinds of new emoticons I want to I want to play with with you, and you're never on Skype. <laughs> never on Skype. <laughs> Even though, thank you for the ghost emoticon earlier. That was awesome. Yeah. Did not expect that. Did not see that. There's I don't know whether there's a whole yeah, bunch of Halloween ones. They've just popped up. If like you watch life. the ghost long enough, you have to have no life if you're going to sit and watch an emoticon. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch it long wow, enough, wow, Nancy, wow. Yeah. At the end of it, you can see its underwear. <laughs> You know <laughs> what? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you kidding me? No, nope, at the end of it. At the end of it, you can see it's underwear. You'll watch now, the, it. The, well, the question. The, the, <laughs> I will it. now. Yes, thank you. But the question is, why do ghosts need underwear? That's well, an excellent question. Okay, that's another thing about witches I learned over the weekend. <laughs> witches, real witches. If you wanted to be a real witch, don't wear underwear. What? They don't wear anything. And I didn't know this. I I'm gonna start hooking was... up with some witches, hey girl. <laughs> I think that no underwear. I hear I hear y'all wear no underwear. What version of? No, uh, it says legend. What? Who says? It says in this book that I'm reading. It's some kind of uh, antique history of uh, witchcraft, and it basically says that traditionally, um, the, the you do all the ceremonies buck naked, boys and girls, Bucket which would naked. be. Off-putting, I think, if you're not expecting that, you know. I'm just saying, but th- that's why you—that's why you train. See, that's All right. uh, putting that on my bucket list. I'm finding me some witches this week. <laughs> Seriously, oh. yeah. Oh, what a it. what an icebreaker, right? Oh, <laughs> so you're a witch, huh? So you're naked under there, huh? Oh. Yeah, that's the perfect way to score a date. You know, hey, you know, I got a, I got it. Something you want to curse somebody for me or throw a little poster around my way, I'll join you. You can yeah. show me how it's done, and boom, next thing you know, you got yourself a nude witch. Uh, you know? Yeah, naked. We so want some sacrifices. <laughs> One thing leads to another. One moment you're uh, sacrificing the goat. Next thing Ooh. you're in bed together. You yeah, know, you're, you're, things you're, happen. You're nude with I the can honestly say that might have happened at a convention for me. Really? Mm-hmm. No. You sacrificed a goat? And then got to no, we did, ha- we did sacrifice a goat, but, oh, uh, okay. you know, I have met a witch at a, at a comic book convention or two. Well, there's a ufology group called the Raelians, R-A-E. Oh, those people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of like that. people, yeah. Uh, those people. And, and to the way you know, uh, if you go to a convention, and keep this in mind, Alan, Mr. Mr. Other Guy, if you Mr. go Other to a guy, convention, yes. everybody's wearing different colored ribbons on their wrist, like – you, that shows their sexual preferences, and it gets into weird shades. 
Um, like you really have to look at the chart to see. Where were you told this? What kind of conventions are you talking about? Well, believe it or not, uh, we used to have a magazine, and I assigned some kids, young people, (laughs) young college kids, to go and and infiltrate one of these. They wrote us an article. Uh huh. And they showed us all the ribbons. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! A comic book convention? No, no, no! It's a oh, oh, it's really a rallying convention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you're not saying that about your about about book conventions. At got to put the golf button say, on. Hey, are you above or under eighteen? You know, that, that's, I'm laughing know. because apparently none of you have ever been to certain sections of New Orleans. This is why I'm over here giggling quietly. Well, yeah, to but also <laughs> nobody gets laid at a comic book convention. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't Fantasy mm. Fest going on right now or something? That's true. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you one better. I live near the villages in Florida. Has anybody here ever heard of the villages? I have. Okay, it's it is freaky. the adult Disneyland. Yep. And you know how you could tell who are swingers and who are not swingers at the villages? How? You could tell by if they have a loofah on the top of their antenna on their cars. Really? And depending on the color of the loofah, you right. could tell if they swing by themselves, hmm. with or without their spouse, and what other kinky stuff they're into. How many right, the question now is, how do you know that, Alan? Yeah. Uh, one of my friends is actually a physician in the villages. And right, did right, you know right. statistically that the villages is the largest STD capital of the United States? You Just mean, not that. Ouch. Did not know that. Wait, no, yeah. you're talking about sexually transmitted disease? Yes. STDs. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a surprise! But listen, what is it a general? Is it a general? Is it a surpri- to- hold on, hold on, hold on. Nancy just said, "What a surprise!" Nancy, are you trying to tell us something here? Well, Sarcasm. Uh, here. Sarcasm. <laughs> it's like you're not surprised. What is the makeup of the village? Or what, what, do they have a it reason? Must be for- fifty-five and older. Oh. Oh, it's, really? It, yeah, you cannot come into the community unless you are. Fi- you cannot live in the community unless you are fifty-five and older. So. The reason it has such high hmm. ST rates is, is because hell, they're not getting pregnant. Who needs condoms anyway? Right, but it's but it's you good know, point. Do you remember we used to have uh, we have often had Jim Sanders on our program? He's the guy who wrote the TWA Flight 800 book, and right, he right. and his wife had. He's a swinger. Play. No, no, no. He and his oh, wife okay. went into witness protection for a while. Okay. Okay. And they were there in that place. Oh, okay. And, and they, they had to get swingers. out. They they had to no. get out. They couldn't take it, and they're really right wing and very clean cut. But they it, they never said swingers. But they just couldn't take the uh, Stepford Wives feeling of the place or the you oh, know yeah. the Village of the Damned kind of feeling. And I didn't well, realize it's not Village of the Damned. It's 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 really a the Disneyland for adults. I mean, it's happy hour every hour. They have two dollar draft pints. They've got. All sorts of restaurants, foods. They have all sorts of activities. They've got literally six hundred different clubs and organizations. Mm. Um, you know that senior citizens can become a part of. Um, it's it's very very. They, they've got twenty eight golf courses. Okay? Ah, really? And, and they're building more. It is the actually it's the largest growing region of Florida. Truth be wow. told. Wow. They're building up more and more they're building up more and more. It's it, they've already got um what is it? Uh almost three hundred thousand homes here. Wow. Doesn't shock me. There's a lot of perverts and, in Florida. And the, and there is not <laughs> There's a lot of perverts everywhere. That's true too, but a, a lot of perverts. Here's the funny part, there's less than a two percent vacancy rate here. Of course. Well, yeah, makes sense. Much. 
Yeah. And have you? Yeah. Go ahead, Nancy. Go ahead. No, no I was going to ask Alan. The male to female ratio. You love this. The male, the the female to male ratio is: is there eight single women for every single guy? No. Not wait to be fifty-five. Yeah, that way well, if he said that's the place of the SCD, STDs, well, those STDs. girls, yeah, those girls are running around probably with some, you know, stuff that uh, they, they, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, when someone, uh, hopefully, the, hopefully I could say this on air, Keith, but when someone comes up to you and asks you if you want probably to, probably not, no, probably not. <laughs> if, you have, if you have to say that, then you probably can't say it on the air. No, no, well, does exactly. the word, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say. Type it to me on Skype, and I'll say if it's yes or no. Go ahead. Type it. Okay. Type it hang on. Th- hang on one second. Type. Type away. Go ahead. And as you do that, I'm going to tell Nancy real quick. I have a, a listener question for you, Nancy. Okay. Uh, one of our, our great listeners. Uh, you know him by the name of Lou. I do. Yes. He wants to know uh, about any, uh, any updates that you might have on your novel. Oh. Hmm. Oh. You want to share with us? No. She's maybe. thinking about it. She's um. It's just a very sweet thing to ask. You know, you know how it is. I would say it's Halloween. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. Basically, I, I put this thing called Waiting Wife together, uh, that you guys know about. And now I'm trying to put my first novel back on its little feet. And there's one reason and one reason only. And that's because of Forrest Gump. I have to digitize. In other words, this thing was printed. And it it actually went out of print uh, before there were computers. Get it? Uh, Get so it? if mm-hmm. you so saw a little... the book, you scan it in with exactly. OCR. Right, exactly. right, right, right. Now, and question. You... Tell yes. the, well, I know the answer, but tell the audience about the, about the Forrest Gump connection who might not know what you're talking about. Because they're like, wait a second, Forrest Gump? Yeah, it's so embarrassing. My mama told me. Uh, they have no exactly. idea. Well, Life is I... like a box of chocolate. Once you there you go. That's right. you Hold on. That's it. That's it, see? That's it? Yeah, you're going to laugh now. Go ahead, Nancy. Well, it's just this. When you read a novel or you read any book that you suddenly you think, oh, this might be fun to read, you expect the writer to be original at least, you know, have have your own original voice, which I do. I'm very careful about that. And I don't know the exact spot, the exact location. I've got to find it. In chapter four or five, you know, paragraph blank, I talk, I, I basically write a paragraph about life is like a box of chocolates, but I, I, it was about housewives staying home and eating bonbons. And I, I elaborated a little bit, but it's that's that sort of thing. If you didn't know that my book came out years before Forrest Gump, you would think I copied it. And you would then say, I don't like this book. It's, you know, it's common. This person copied such a common thing. You see, so I'm putting a big, neon sign on that paragraph to make people read the introduction and look at all the details because I would be crushed if mm-hmm, people thought mm-hmm. I copied it. And that's it. Wait, well, here, Describe the line the way it's written in the book compared to the movie. I knew you were going to say that. I have yes, to please. actually find it. Well, you might wrote have it. To, I know, but, I, but <laughs> see, I'm, it's in one of the chapters and I'm in the process of doing it and they're all kind of globbled I mean, together. How, how close do you remember was it from what I think it's chapter movie? four. Oh, it's a paragraph. I can read it to you once I find it. Maybe it's chapter four. Uh, let's see. Well, well, this okay. is a, this okay. is an exciting radio. Um, well, here, while you, while you do that, I'll, I'll give the audience a quick update here. Our guest tonight, which we were going to have on, Miss uh, Joanne Summerscales, mm-hmm. with a great name, uh, just uh, informed me that unfortunately, uh, yes, she she did what we all thought probably happened. She's in the UK, folks. You know, she 
fell asleep. So it's okay. We're going to have her back on on the next yeah. opening that we have here on the show. And uh, thank you for uh, reaching out to us, uh, Joanne, a lovely lady. And uh, I really look forward to having her on the show. But these things happen. You know, people do fall asleep. Hey, Nancy, I have mm. a history of people falling asleep on this show, don't I? You do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You certainly do. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Happens well, it's the mellifluous Cuban melody of your voice. I'm never going to find the spot. I think it spot. is. I think it is. Yeah, I'm never going to find the spot. And I appreciate your saying this and doing this because that would be great radio if I'd planned ahead and found the spot. But <clears throat> here's my plan. That's I'm what going, I was aiming for, great radio. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what Alan was saying about the OCR is true. The OCR is pretty pretty good. It pretty much takes a, 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 your image, your photo of your page, and it kind of translates it into type that you can work but it kind of does, and it kind of makes lots of mistakes. You have to go through word by word, right, if you care. And that's right, what I'm right, doing, right. and I and I'm just not up to it yet, and that's why I don't know exactly where it is because I, I wrote this thing in 1980 or 79, 79, so it's been like a lifetime ago. So it's a brand-new book that's, to me. <laughs> 1980, I will be 35 this year. I was born in 1980. That's a long time. Yeah. Wow, wow you, were born, you were born the year the, uh, the Empire Strikes Back came out. Huh? Really? I was. Wow, you're Good just job. But a baby, you are but a baby. Uh, well, here's the crazy part: I was born the year that uh, I was born the year that A New Hope came out. Oh, that's me. Nice. Seventy-seven. Nice. Yeah. I am the New Hope. Anyway, uh, I was going to say that uh, Joanne yes. is here now. <laughs> she's, so she's uh, she's here on Skype now. That's it. Oh, well, is we she? Need to, we need. Yeah, she, she was. She just popped into Skype. Oh, okay. So she's here. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have her uh, on for a full show because you know we're almost out of time yeah. here, so it's not really uh, fair to have her on now. Yeah, clock's ticking down. We yeah, need to get exactly. for a full hour because I have questions. We have so many questions. So we're going to have her on uh, on November 18th. Uh, it's a next open date. Joanne, are you there? That is the day before. Yes, uh, I am. I feel really bad, guys. <laughs> oh. Okay, I what's your really excuse? Embarrassed. <laughs> she pulled, she pulled uh, you know, the same thing that happened to me the first <laughs> episode ever. Given, because oh. I love her accent. That's it. All things are forgiven. You're forgiven, Joanne. Did this involve I can only, sleep? I can only say, guys, that I haven't been to bed before. Yesterday was 6.30. The day was 4.30. And it's just been like that this last few days. And, you know, and today I did another interview. And um, I thought when uh, I was asked by Stephen Roberts, said, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll manage to stay awake. What? A- <laughs> Wow. Well, that's cool. Well, bless your soul for being up and, and informing me of what happened. I was worried. I thought something happened. Maybe the aliens abducted her. Maybe the ETs came down. Well, yeah, Who knows in what we deal with? It's all possible, Joanne. <laughs> but if, you, if you'll be kind enough to join us on uh, the 18th coming up, uh, that's our next open date. We'd love to have you on for a full segment because we all have great you know amount of questions for you. So. Okay. Let me just ha- have a look. Where are we? What day? What day is the 18th? Well, it'll be another Wednesday because uh, you know, that's always oh, okay, Wednesday. a Wednesday. That's that's <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, it'll always yeah. be on Wednesday. That's when we do the show. Uh, okay. It'll be Wednesday the 18th at 10 p.m. is when we start. We'll have you on at 11 p.m. Eastern, which will be your, whatever hour it is. That, that'll now. be the three 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 a.m. Then. God bless you. <laughs> a lot of coffee that night, <laughs> man. You know, it's usually I'm, I'm I'm good. You know, I'm I'm kind of used to doing the really really early hours. It's just with several in a row and still having to be up in the day. I didn't. Uh, oh dear, it was fatal. How do you do it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's completely understandable. But it's yes, gonna it make is, a it's, yeah. it's gonna make a great show. 
It because is. It, it'll be super. <laughs> exactly. And we were all saying how much we, we really uh, loved your last name. It was very interesting. It, um, yeah, what does your get, last name mean, by the way? Does that have a yeah, meaning? We're not going to get into any serious subjects tonight because we're almost out of time, but we definitely <laughs> want to know this. Because this is really the most uh, intriguing question that we all had in the first hour. Like, Does your <laughs> last name mean seven. something? Because it's such a cool name, Summer Scales. What does it mean? Tell us, dumb well, Americans, well, what your name uh, means. Well, my uncle traced it back to, I think he got as far as the 13th century. And um, he said it uh, apparently it has some Scandinavian orientation and, and has the meaning of something like meeting place and or summer dwellers. So it's something to do with meeting. And, you know, I was also born in the summer, in fact, on July 4th. So. <laughs> Oh, no so kidding. I, I do like the warmth, which is why I take to my bed. She was born and, on the 4th of July. So it, it yeah. has a, a also apparently a, a Viking orientation too. So there we go. Well, could you tell us what Amash means? We were Yes, I certainly could. Amash, um, it's an interesting one. It's it's a... It doesn't kind of say what it does on the tin till you explain the anagram, and it means um, anomalous mind management. That's the mind control element of what I kind of have come across. Abductee, contactee, helpline, it's called the Amash Project, oh. uh, which I found about um, coming up for five years ago now. It's amazing. And, uh, yes, yeah, so it might be being relaunched as something um, of the same kind of ilk and beast, but with a very different look and um, orientation, but that's work in progress over the next year. But, yeah, I got um, a question for you, Joanne. Uh, your website currently, when you go on it, it says there's malware issues on it. Are you aware of what's going on with the website? Yeah, you know, you know what? It's very interesting, guys. On the interview that I did, I actually did, um, it was with, uh, Kerry Cassidy's new project. I don't know m okay. much about it, but my French uh -huh. count counterpart invited me on to his show, which was he's doing it once a month with them. And uh, we did well over two hours, two hours 20, something like that. And they actually captured about 46 um, minutes, uh, which went out. And we think that it was um, censored, which was wow. uh, really, really a nuisance. And um, sorry, I'm, my brain's just gone. I've lost the point of the question. Oh, wow. God, I am tired. So, hold on. So, because of that show, you, that's when the, the website got censored. And it's oh, sorry. Beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I then uh, went and had a look around my website because they were having suddenly all kinds of issues. And, um, and I said, oh, my God, it says malware. And then somebody said, huh. oh, try using, try using Firefox or Explorer um, as the browser, because Google is suddenly from today throwing up this kind of information, or, or you know, notice. Uh, I don't know uh, whether other people are having that issue as well. So, if you try and open it through, um, access it through um, Firefox or Explorer. I know I was panicking, and then I, you know, was running around, and then someone said, "Well, well, try, try that," and that was fine. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with Google. I don't know what's going on with um, with YouTube. But yeah, um, no, the Chrome. I, it's funny because I, 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 I went on Firefox as well. Yeah, I did it on Firefox for me. I did it on on Chrome also. But I went on the website. I, I took the risk, and there's nothing wrong with my computer. It still works fine. So oh, no oh, harm so, done. <laughs> so so you you can't get onto it even though you've tried with the the different browsers. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You, 
it, it allows you, there's a link on there on the page that will allow you to take the risk if you want to proceed and, oh, and check out the website. Oh, anyway, I so Honestly, I did that because I'm a brave soul. So I was like, you know what? I'm taking the risk. I want to see what this website looks like. Then I used my really bad laptop that I really don't care about. If it breaks, hey, it breaks. Because <laughs> I'm not using my desktop. I'm smarter than the average bear. That's right, Joanne. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and so I went on the laptop. Everything worked fine. So, folks, don't freak out if you see that out there. If you're going on the website tonight because, you know, this uh, was posted all over the Internet. So anybody who's uh, who's on there, please don't freak out. It's amazing that they might have censored this because of the subject matter itself. I think that might be it. Well, I, I, I've just finished um, just this week. Again, that's one of the reasons I've been up at all these sort of hours the last few days is um, just putting finishing touches to um, a book with an experiencer who's an ex-soldier uh, called Bill Brooks, who's you know had a hell of a, a time, and uh, <clears throat> he's had um, military collusions on um, abduction whilst he was in the military, which was back in '68. Oh my. And um, interestingly enough, he was, um, I mean, I'll tell you another time, but just to say that he was based in an area, uh, he was based at a place in Germany where Area 51 personnel were now back in 68. You'd think, well, who knew about Area 51? And he certainly didn't. But he was told by a colleague that the, he was at one of only two nuclear bases on the planet at the time in 68. A nuclear soldier, and um, it was a British American shared base in Germany, and that there were uh, honest John rocket uh, missile technicians below ground, and there were other Americans above ground, and obviously, but they weren't allowed to fraternize or have anything to do with one another. And uh, there's some amazing stories to tell you about uh, what happened to him because he was uh, actually forced on a UFO at gunpoint. My goodness, why did you fall asleep? I know. Like, I want to know right now. I just want to hear. I'm, I'm about to call Keith and be like, Keith, yeah, we, does we, Art we, Bell have yeah. to go on tonight? Really? <laughs> does <laughs> does, does Art have to go on at all? Like, you know? Right now. Yes. <laughs> Can we get in the first hour next week? <laughs> I just like, I want to do two hours solid just from the very beginning. That's how, that's what we're gonna roll. <laughs> that's how we're gonna roll with this. That's it. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to put her up that long because you know she is on the other side of the world, uh, Crystal. So you know she might be tired next, you know, next time. But look, on well, the 18th, I shall pace myself. I won't have been up all the days preceding into those yes. very early hours. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, you were you were super kind to uh, you know do the show tonight anyway and, and to agree to it. I mean, the last. Oh well, yeah. So, if I'd have done it, <laughs> if you would have done it, it would have been super cool of you. But yes, the fact that you're here now and you're talking to us and you're letting us know what happened that's even cooler of you so i do appreciate that much uh we're gonna put you down for the 18th because we definitely want to have you on for the full uh you know segment and and uh, talk about this story and many others because uh there's a lot of uh, stuff that's uh, gone on in the world that people don't know about when it comes to ufology et contact and stuff that uh stories that are not told that are more important than some of the stuff that it really gets reported Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was just looking at uh, yeah the the listener question there. I'm not quite not quite sure. I kind of compute it. Maybe it's just my brain being a bit fucked up. <laughs> That's actually a listener question for Nancy Burns, uh, oh, who's great. on with us. So yeah. glad, Nancy. She she yeah, was with us. She had a hang up. My uh, our, our friend Lou sent that in to me. Oh, and she's I, gone. Yeah, and so she she she, and... she had a Skype issue. And she just uh, lost Skype. Yeah, oh, it happens. Okay. It happened in her last couple right, well, well, at least this is a good Skype test, isn't it? We know it yes. works. <laughs> we know we sound good. We're good. <laughs> we, and well, it's, guys, uh, you know, oh, I, I really am extremely sorry about that. I can't believe I actually, 
you know, did just turn over and think, well, oh, we five you, minutes well, now. We got you in here for a little bit, and we got your name, got your last name there. Kind you of know? Here. That's interesting. See, yeah. now you just took away a couple questions from the next time you're going to be on with us. Exactly. We don't have to worry <laughs> about the name now. We know what summer scales mean. We yeah. We're ready. We're ready for the good We're stuff. ready for you now. We're ready for you. <laughs> well, that's, that's absolutely great. And uh, there's, yeah, there's um, absolutely tons to tell you guys about. So, um, yeah, you can just, um, I, you know, I can fire off with all of um, Bill Brooks's beginning story, especially some of that um, military stuff. I think, you know, that, and it always involves persecution by the Masons. So, you know, they're not going to like it. <laughs> Uh-oh, there we go. Oh, See, I, I love it. Oh, we got we to get, get you on also on uh, Future Theater with Bill and Nancy Burns. Yes. Nancy's back. Hey, Nancy, we got to yes, get her hi. on your show. Oh, yes. There's Nancy, all right. Yeah, my Skype blew up. Yeah, that guess. happens. <laughs> it's that night. That yes, kind of it night. is. And guess even what? In, even in guess, the future, nothing works. Guess what? Ahead, while, while my Skype was blowing up and Bill was upstairs napping, on the landline came in the voice of Art Bell saying, this is Art Bell. And he was calling in, I think. And, of course, oh. you know, Bill was sleeping, so now it's been rectified, I hope. <laughs> so that was terrifying when your Skype blows up and perhaps the voice of Art Bell's it, coming it's in. Kind of like, it's like hearing the voice of God is coming at you. I know. <laughs> Behold the voice of Art Bell. All right, Art Nancy. Bell. So did you see the question there that I posted in chat that, that Lou had sent me for you? Yeah, but he's just it's just a setup. Lou's just trying to be nice. You know, seriously, <laughs> nobody cares. You know, I love the idea of talking about fiction and stories and mythology. And Nancy, I care. Oh, do you believe in any of the witchcraft stuff that we're talking about, like the veils between the, you know, the Carlos Castaneda stuff? Maybe veils Me between or worlds. Joanne? Yeah, you mostly angel because I. No, I, would I, don't, say, I, don't, I don't believe in witchcraft in any way, shape, or form. That's just yeah, me neither. Me either yeah, not, so much not, not so far, yeah. yeah. Working on it. I, I mean, it's cool. I like the fact that, you know, the girls are promiscuous the way they are. You know, hey, hey ladies. But I'm not really into the whole witchcraft. It doesn't really do anything for me, you know. just never got into it. I hate the fact they were persecuted so long ago. I mean, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that, really that part is. almost makes you want to say everybody become a witch because, right? you know, it's like Spartacus. Jeez. Well, you know, you know, in England in the 1940s, there was, I think her name was Helen Duncan, who was... Uh, I can't remember what happened to her. I mean, she was taken. She was sent to prison for uh, witchcraft. Wow, she was actually really? a medium. Yeah, on on an ancient old law. Wow, so it was happening even in the nineteen forties. Yeah. You know, uh, this is just a, a, a faint memory, guys. You don't hold me to it. You have to go yeah, check it yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and and within our own lifetime, there was a satanic scare uh, among the, the moms at daycare. In the 1980s, when you guys were all just being born, our, my generation was feeling very ambivalent about, you know, going back to work and leaving children at daycare. And out of that ambivalence, seems like a, it was like a golem was built. And literally, uh, young girls were um, being accused of witchcraft and, you know, the McMartin School, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that story. Yeah, it was and here in Florida, not long ago, a dude ate another guy's face. Uh, what happened with that, by the way? Did Basil? Nothing to do with paganism whatsoever. At all. No, but it was just a funny story. Guys, we're all out of time. Bill Burns is going to be on with Art Bell next on Dark Matter Digital. Stick around. This is going to be an awesome show. Uh, Joel Martin, Bill Burns, Art Bell does not get any better. This is Dark Matter Digital no. Network, folks. Stick around. It's going to be great. I guarantee it.